Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Birthday, it's my birthday. Birthday, <laughs> birthday. It's gonna be my birthday. It's my birthday. Hey, it's almost my birthday. Hey, it's almost your birthday. It's me, Bucket Snake. How are you? Eternally annoying about my birthday. Oh, it's true. <laughs> but like in can't the most fun it. way. You can't. You can't. It's like, oh, is it October 18th? One month, people. This Wee! is not a drill. <laughs> Getting so close. But now it's the month. It is. And of yeah. your birthday. What? Oh, my phone's just downloading something. What are you <laughs> downloading? Singing lessons. <laughs> Listen, the way I sing is charming. It is charming. People like it. It's unique. People and goddamn it, people like it. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I do like my birthday, but now it's become just like a branding. Yeah, thing. to be annoying about like, it. Like I have to do it because yeah. it's expected. I have such a. I know this is about your birthday. But yeah. I have such a just like I don't like when people pay too much attention to me, but I also wanna be like, look at me, it's my birthday. But then people are like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Oh yeah. Like I <laughs> this year, this past birthday, I was just like so stressed out about the idea of even picking what I wanted for dinner for my birthday. Yeah. That I was like crying on the way home about it. My mom was Aww. like, What do you want to eat? And I was like, I don't even know. Like and then she's like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, I definitely can't answer that. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it just, I don't know, it stresses me out so much. Is it because there are too many options or because you don't want people to, like, go out of their way for you? It makes you uncomfortable. Um, A little bit of both. And yeah. I think there's also, like, the pressure of, like, I want it to be great. Yeah. And then it's, if it's not, then it's like, oh, what a terror. It's like, I would rather just not put myself in the position of, like, my birthday being bad. Right. If I just ignore it. Yeah. But then I'm like, I want... I don't want to make any decisions. I want other people just to do things for me because it's my birthday. But then, right. of course, they're like, well, I want to do what you want. And I'm like, I don't know what I want. But I don't know. It's too hard. That's why this year we just did your birthday for you. We were exactly. Like, You're having a vampire baseball-themed birthday. And it was perfect. For whatever reason. Why not? <laughs> I love all those things. And also sharks were involved. Oh, yeah. And there were sharks. Which yeah. I also love. Then it was great. And so it's it was like, yeah, there's a theme. Yeah, it was just a blood-themed birthday. And I loved it. You guys did a great job. So, yeah, you know, I just, I don't know. It's just a lot of pressure, I think, and I don't like it. Well, and I don't really like attention. That I love attention. I know. I love when people acknowledge my birthday. Good. I love genuine attention. I don't like when strangers... Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, attention from people that you know and like. Yeah, I just want my friends... Yeah. ...to be excited that it's my birthday, because when it's their birthday, I'm also excited. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I think that's why I feel comfortable with... Right people celebrating my birthday yeah because it makes me feel good to celebrate other people and yeah so i want my friends to have that same feeling yes when they celebrate me yes well i do 
I, know. I love celebrating your birthday. I'm very excited to make you a cake. Yeah, cake. And I'm very much loving this trend of pinatas. weird pinatas that our friends group has started. I know. I don't. Oh, it happened because of yeah. I was like, when did it start? Uh, yeah. It was the fake blood filled right unicorn pinata <laughs> a few years ago. Yeah, that's uh, that's a bit much. But there have been a lot of fun things. It's fun to put weird shit in a pinata. Absolutely. The one at my birthday was full of Taco Bell mild sauce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, like, still in the package, a usable Taco Bell mild sauce, which yeah. is one of my favorite condiments. And so it's very exciting because it was practical and also hilarious. Do you know how stingy Taco Bell has become? I mean, all fast food restaurants have become stingy with their condiments because money. For you. And it's been so hard. It was so hard to collect that much mild sauce. I had to go through so many Taco Bell drive throughs I know, and I appreciate the dedication, which I think is weird because... After that, I went to Taco Bell, like, a couple weeks after. Yeah. And I asked the girl, I was like, she said, you know, do you want any sauce? I said, give me as much mild sauce as you're allowed to give me. Right. I just said it as a joke. She gave me 61. <gasps> I pulled them out and counted them. Because I was like, this is so much. It's still in my fridge. I wonder if she counted them and she was like, 61 is the limit. That's the limit. There's a sign right here. Can't give. Or you know, if she was just like, six, I literally don't give a shit. She did not care. I think like she two just handfuls. Yeah, as yeah. many as she could fit in a handful, and then she did it twice. Yeah. Um. My brother used <laughs> That's to. So funny. You could just have mild sauce for dinner. Go. I know. <laughs> I put it on everything. Like it's just it's the yeah. most flavorful. I don't like spicy foods, and it's like the most flavorful, and I like it on like mac and cheese or like I have leftover Qdoba in my fridge right now. I'm yeah. gonna put it on that. Like I just anything that I'm like this could use some a little bit of spice. I'm like oh shit yeah. My brother used to, when we left Taco Bell, he would, like, empty out his drink cup and then just jam that full of mild sauce and put the <laughs> lid back on. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. And then he stopped caring if they saw him walking out with, like, because he's got, you know, shack hands, so he just would right. walk out with, like, an entire shack handful. Hands. Yeah. But yeah, pinatas are fun. Birthdays are fun. I just... Birthdays are fun. It's just the pressure of, like, having a good time and everybody looking at me. I don't like people watch me open presents because i'm like what if i don't have the reaction they're expecting you know it's just it's too much and i can't handle it i'm too sensitive i've just had so many birthdays now (laughs) had a lot of practice but you're so old i'm I'm an old man (laughs) but anyway i'm bucket snake you're bucket snake you're about to be birthday snake i'm birthday snake (laughs) (laughs) and i'm meat wedge yes meat wedge You said you didn't like a lot of attention. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it doesn't mean I want disdain. <laughs> There's a line. Yeah, I'm I'll... sorry. I can only perform in extremes. <laughs> anyway, this oh, is a boy. podcast. It's yeah. called Replay Rewind, where we talk about movies from the 90s or before that we have not watched since then or, you know, maybe ever. And we're going to talk about them. Try and remember them. Go watch them. Come back. Tell you what happened. And then uh, give you some trivia. Yeah. I have a question for you. What is your question? Very important. Who? Meh. Whomst. <laughs> Which <laughs> is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Raphael. I know. By far. Yeah? By Oh, by far. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me why angry people love Raphael. Why is it that you love Raphael? Are you an angry person? I'm secretly angry. Oh. I... I am. I never allow myself to get angry because I'm afraid once I start, I won't be able to stop. <laughs> so I keep it in. Sure, it's that's healthy. very healthy. Yeah, absolutely. 
But that's how Raphael is too, you know? And he's the I know. one who curses. He's the angry one. He goes off by himself. All the time and they need to work as a team. But he he also cares the the deepest. You know, he like does shit. He's like, whatever, I'm gonna sacrifice myself, fuck it. Yeah. And he says, damn it. Yeah. Ooh, he's he is the spicy one. He's spicy. <laughs> and strong. Yeah. And sensitive. I know, but he can't work as a team. He can, and they and he need will, to. But he, you know, would rather put himself in danger than all of his pals. I know, but I feel like they always gotta wait for him to come back. You know, mm. they're like, well, where's Raphael? He's gone. <laughs> He's gone again. We need the four of us. And they're like, yeah. he'll be back. Well, and he like, does come back. It's but... not like they have to make the Megazord. They can do <laughs> shit without him. No, they can't. <laughs> Emotionally. The emotional Megazord. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes. all four of them. God. Yes. That's fair. But yes, I love him. I mean, I love all of them. I love, if I had to pick yeah. one character yeah. from the TMNT universe. It'd be Casey Jones. I love Casey Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know why. I just really like him. He's, he's just, just fun. He's funny. Yeah. But also tough. Yeah. And like, he does, I I always love um, heroes that don't have to be there. Yes. That's how I feel about Batman. Yeah. He could just be a rich guy. Right. And he's probably, there is a big argument to be made that he's causing most of his own problems. Absolutely. But, <laughs> But Casey Jones is just, like, some dude. Yeah, you know, he's, he's just a dude in a hockey mask. He didn't get mutated. No. He doesn't have any special skills. He gets yeah. the shit kicked out of him all yeah, the time. And it hurts. like, whatever. But he you has know. a sense of justice. Yeah. And duty. Yeah. And he's friends with these big fucking mutated turtles, so. Well, right, yeah. Yeah, at least they've got his back. Yeah. But yeah, he's great. I do love Casey Jones. I know. I love him, too. I mean, yeah, I love all the turtles. I always say that Raphael is my fourth favorite turtle. <laughs> I'm like, he's not my least favorite. He's okay. my fourth favorite. Okay, that's fair. Who's your number one favorite? It's Donatello. Okay. But I don't really have a good reason other than I got into the turtles as a child and I was like, I love purple. <laughs> I mean, I like Donatello because he's the nerd. Yeah. You know, he's the one who's always like coming up with solutions and yeah. figuring shit out. And yeah. now he's like in the like most recent iterations. I mean, obviously, but like, especially now he's like the gadget guy. Yeah, you yeah. know, they show him in like cartoons. He's got like goggles on his head all the time. And like, yeah. Yeah, he's tight. I mean, I love all of them. You yeah, know, they've the all got their distinct personalities, their roles. You know, Leo's the leader, and he brings them all together. And like, yeah. he's the party dude. And yeah, Donatello's the nerd. And I, but I mean, mostly it was just like purple. Yeah, when I was that's fair. Very very small, and I called them the Ninja Turtles oh. with an M. Mini turtles. Uh, my mom was like, "You didn't. You were not one of those kids that asked for things. Yeah. You know, you weren't like, oh, mom, I want that. Mom, she's like, you just, you just didn't." Yeah. And we were at the store and there were these Ninja Turtle Donatello slippers. Oh. And she said that I was just like, Mom, can I have those? And she was like, Absolutely. Aww. Like, you know, you never ask for anything. Yeah. And I was, just, I was like, Ninja Turtles. So, <laughs> Ninja Turtles. So I, I think those are still somewhere yeah. in my family's possession. That's cute. Um, I had Raphael pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, a a long sleeve shirt and pants. Yeah, did it look like his like? Yeah, it had like and... like the knee pad. Yeah, and like not animation, the knee pad cartoon, cartoon drawing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know that there's a word, but like I can't... graphic. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but I can feel. I'm like, I know it's, it's yeah, in there. yeah. But anyway, that's tight. I have a hoodie now. Mm-hmm. that i made with yeah. like iron on transfers that looks like that where it's got like the chest and then like the arm bands that say donatello and well just a d yeah and then the shell on the back and then i and now i have adult-sized Raphael ninja turtle slippers yeah 
I have a bunch of Ninja Turtle shit. I don't you know why they're just so cool. Ninja Turtle shoes, too. I do. Yeah, yeah. I have the Donatello Ninja Turtle Doc Martens. Yeah. I bought for myself for my birthday. You deserved them. I did. It's funny, though, because I don't like the color red very much. I just like Raphael. Yeah. But I also love Michelangelo. I know. He's and, so fun. You know, Leonardo and Donatello. It's just the, the turtles, man. And Splinter. I love Splinter. Yeah. I love April O'Neil. Yeah. She's great. I got scooped on my story. <laughs> Have you seen the, because Jonan Vasquez has been working on, it's kind of old at this point, but yeah. he did like some Ninja Turtles yeah. cartoons. Have you seen the yeah. one where like, was it, I think it's Leonardo and Raphael who are like competing. Yes. And I mean, it's just, they're like, first they're fighting and then they're like, man, we're equally matched as fighters. And then they just keep trying to do like, they have a thumb war and they like have a pizza eating contest yeah. and they like play video games. They're just like, it's so funny because they just like keep trying to battle each other to find out which one is best and they just can't do it no because they're all best exactly it's very cute and we all know it yep why are we talking about the turtles oh i forgot Hmm. just kidding (laughs) it's the first week of your birthday month and you get to pick the movies and this is i mean i'm excited about all of the movies that we've chosen for this month but this is the one that i'm most excited for because we both grew up watching the turtles we're watching the first ninja turtles movie yes just called teenage mutant ninja turtles yep that's it uh number two secret of the ooze is my favorite but it'd be weird to do that first so we're doing the first one first for obvious reasons Mm -hmm. my only like the only thing that i wish so casey jones is in the first one in the third one he's not in the second one and that's the only thing missing from the second one because i love the second one so much and I wish that they could just put Casey Jones in the second one. Yeah. <laughs> with everything else. And I'd be like, okay, this one is perfect. Um, excuse you. There are two things missing from Secret of the Ooze. Oh. The other thing being Corey Feldman. Oh, because yeah. he voices Donatello in the first one and the third one. Oh, yeah. But not the second one for some reason. One of them, I think it's Michelangelo yeah. in the third one, just has like the weirdest voice. Yeah. One of them has, like, a very distinctly wrong voice in the third one. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. The third one is fine. It's not very good. It's good because it's turtles. Right. It's, like, the third best turtle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I am excited. I don't really remember a lot from this. I remember more from Secret of the Ooze because it too. was on a lot in the house when we lived together. And it's... <laughs> what? Just kidding. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I remember a little bit, there's a kid who gets mad at his dad and, like, gets out of the car at a red light and goes and joins the foot. Yeah. And there's, like, a... He gets in trouble at school for something and his dad is, like, scolding him in the car and he's just like, fuck this and leaves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and there's, like, a really cool hangout Mm -hmm. where, like, all the Foot Clan, like, kids hang out because they're, like, trying to recruit these new kids. So there's, like like a skate park in there i feel like and, and there's an arcade arcades, yeah and there's like cigarettes trampolines or some whatever teenage yeah. boys are into um and then i remember does one of the turtles get hurt yeah and they end up at like a farmhouse yes is it leo i think it's leo I and hurt. i think it's so i can't remember what order everything happens in yeah but Raphael saves april o'neill from getting mugged or robbed or something okay and she gets hurt and he doesn't know what to do with her because he goes out on his own all the time like we've talked about sure and he went to see a movie or something yeah and he brings her back to their hangout in the sewer and then she wakes up and sees splinter first thing and it's just like passes out <laughs> right terrifying yeah but then she wakes up and they all explain who they are 
and blah, blah, blah. And I think she's investigating something. So she knows that there's like an organized group of kids Mm -hmm. doing bad shit. Okay. I don't know. But they become friends. Her, she lives above an antique store. Okay. And it gets set on fire by the foot. The antique store or her apartment? The antique store. Okay. But they get out. Yeah. But Leonardo gets hurt. I think he falls through the roof or something or the ceiling. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, so they all escape along with Casey Jones Uh to the farmhouse. Yeah. And Leo has to like lay in a tub and get better for a while. Yeah. And they're like worried about it. You know, they're like, hope he pulls through. And Casey Jones and another turtle, it's got to be Michelangelo, have like an insult war. Yeah. Where they're going back and forth alphabetically. Yeah. And it's like hose face or whatever hose <laughs> yeah. breath while they're working on like a truck yeah like a really old truck yeah something like that i remember yeah. that and sam rockwell is in it hell yeah baby sam rockwell love him he's in the foot okay is he like a teen yeah he's young hell he's yeah. like an older teen yeah yeah uh is this the one where at the end see i i get bits from this one and bits of secret of the ooze confused is this the one where at the end, they're, like, talking about their favorite words, and Splitter's like, I've always preferred cowabunga. cowabunga. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Because at the end of the second one, he makes a joke. Oh, yeah, and he's like, ha, ha, I made a funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this is the one where he's like, I've always liked cowabunga, and they all just kind of look at him. Yeah, because they're all coming in from whatever they yeah, just did. Yeah, they're in, did. like, a subway. That's in the second one. Okay, yeah, see, they all, they kind of squished about together in my brain. Because um, in the first one, yeah, like, April's apartment gets set on fire. Mm-hmm. They'll hang out in the sewer for a while. April gets a new apartment. Mm-hmm. Oh, the foot invades their their sewer hideout Oh, at some point. And then they end up living in April's apartment. At, and that's where they're living at the beginning of the second one. Oh. And she keeps being like, so, how's looking for a new place going? Right. And they're like, what? Yeah. And they, they finally find, like, the underground. Oh, yeah, the subway. In- okay, okay. They okay. live in, like, an old train station. Yeah. The yeah. second one is the one where it opens up where Mikey's like, the pizza's 30 minutes late, it's free. Is that, or is this the first one? Yes. It- <laughs> yes, that's the first one because that's when they meet the the main human character. Okay. Who's the pizza delivery guy. Okay, yeah, because yeah. he, he's like looking around for where the pizza goes and Mikey's like in the sewer. Yeah. And he's just like, down here. Yeah. He goes like, what? I remember that. Because yeah, Mikey's like looking at his watch, you know, he's like, yeah. two more minutes. Um, maybe that is in the first. I don't know. They all run together. I've seen them all so much, right. except for the third one. Since I go back in time, yeah, that one's pretty easy. Yeah, but, but Ninja Turtles dress like samurai. <laughs> it's fine. Either way, Mikey saves Yoshi. It's fine. It's turtles. It's turtles, and it's dope. It's great. It's going to be good. I'm excited. I love it. The second one has Ninja Rap. Yeah. What's the song from this one? Go ninja, go ninja, go. Yeah. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Is there a song in this one? Yeah. I don't remember. Who knows? We'll find out. We'll find out. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm gonna go watch it right now. Okay. Bye. Bye. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Well, that was a fucking radical movie. Yeah. Radical. Wicked. Gnarly. <laughs> Bossa Nova. Bossa Nova? Chevy Nova? <laughs> oh, man. It's so cute. It is. And it's great. And the IMDb says, four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles emerge from the shadows to protect New York City from a gang of criminal ninjas. Ninja versus ninja. Mm. The ninja on ninja violence. <laughs> There are so many reviews that complained about the violence, and I'm like, it, they're puppets. Like, it's fine. Yeah. There's no blood. Yeah. No one dies. Yeah. I don't they're know. just, like, punched. <laughs> yeah. Punch! Yeah. The sound of, like, a solid punch hitting the, like, suit. Yeah. <laughs> <is> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to start this episode by acknowledging our Lord and Savior, Jim Henson. Absolutely. Because this was the last theatrical film that Jim Henson was associated with. Mm-hmm. And he died about a month and a half later after the film's release. Yeah. Although he also was reportedly upset about the level of violence in the finished movie. This is, it's one of those things though where it's like, you gotta consider your source material. You oh know? yeah, the comics are way more violent. If you look at the original way more violent. Turtles comic, there yeah. is blood. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's way more violent and gritty. And it's like, this is a way cuter, like family friendly version of that. I mm-hmm. mean- you know, I guess if you have little kids who are prone to copying what they see on TV, then yeah, this but, is not I for mean, them. But... It's not that bad. I don't know. No, but the, you know, kicking and the punching and yeah. start doing it to their younger siblings. Then you just tell them not to. Yeah, or don't let them watch it. What are you You're... supposed to do? Just watch things where people hug? You're the adult here. You have to make <laughs> these decisions. <laughs> yeah, like Lil Nas said. You're the parent. Don't let your kids watch it if it's if you think it's inappropriate. Why are you mad at me for? Yeah, there are ratings on it for a reason. Right. Anyway. Anyway, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a 1990 American superhero film based on the comic book and TV series created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. It was the first TMNT movie. Uh Uh-huh. The film follows the turtles on a quest to save their master, Splinter, with their new allies April O'Neil and Casey Jones from The Shredder and his Foot Clan. It is directed by Steve Barron and stars Judith Hogg. Hogg? Hogue? Probably Hogue. Hogue? Elias Cotes? I don't know. And the voices of Brian Tochi, Robbie Rist, Corey Feldman, yeah. and Josh Pice. Corey Feldman, my beloved. Yes. The turtle costumes were developed by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. It was the highest grossing independent film of that time, and it was not surpassed until 1999 by the Blair Witch Project. By the Blair Witch Project. I should practice speaking. <laughs> it's been too long. It was the ninth highest grossing film worldwide of 1990. Wow. 
and it was the highest grossing film in the series until the 2014 reboot, which we do not speak of. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to give you a recap so that when we use names, you'll know who we're talking about. Oh, okay. Before we get started, though. Yeah. Someone gave us a gift. What's in the box? And I think we should open it live on TV. <laughs> yes. So our on TV, our dear friend of the pod, and let's be real, number one fan. Number one. Abby gave us this box of treats. Yes, that I have our, not opened because she told me not to. For our one year anniversary. And now you get to listen to me struggle with it. Yeah. Re- the real time sounds of Sound effects. Trying to, it's really hard when you don't have hands. <laughs> I'm a snake in a bucket. <laughs> I don't even have hands. <laughs> uh, uh. Wow. <laughs> Alright, this Listen. is embarrassing. You know what? I'm gonna we'll come back. <laughs> it is I just thought I could untie it. And I can't I'm gonna put the little like beep put our theme song in here. <laughs> While you struggle with it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Oh, okay. It's got Whoa! Alright, what's in there? Bourbon peaches. Nice. Peaches are my favorite. More bourbon peaches. Sometimes too. Good. We don't have to share. I would never share with you. <laughs> Ooh, blackberry. Peaches and blackberry. It's like Abby listens to the show. Weird. Those are our favorite things. I know. <gasps> There's a card. Aw. It says, what on your first say? anniversary. Oh my god. Thank you so much for the last year of entertainment. Looking forward to many more. Love, Abby, your number one fan in a non-creepy way. Aww. So cute. That is so cute. Look. Also, I'm glad that we're married. Oh my god. As a pencil case. That's so cute. With a giraffe on it. And That's yours you. has a little parrot on it. That's so cute. <laughs> Hello. What is this? There's so many things. Oh, soup blend? Nice. Green tomato chutney? Ooh. Blueberry lemon? The best of combos. Mm. Oh, there's two of them. I was like, I'm going to have to steal this one. <laughs> Your pockets yeah. are clinking on the way out. Yeah, there's two of everything, I think. Because there's two of us. There's two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> Eating snacks from Abby. Just the two of us. Gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all I got. That was beautiful. Yeah, but like true to form, so... Yeah, this is so sweet, Abby. Thank oh, you yeah. so much. Thanks, we appreciate Abby. you and your support and your snacks and your snacks and your emails. Just everything. You're the best. So cute. All right, on to the movie. Step it up, the rest of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free, anybody. If you want to send us presents at any time, just let us know. <laughs> I'll send you my address. Yes. So in the movie, we start out with a shot. Of the New York City skyline. Mm-hmm. And there we have the Twin Towers. Yeah. Uh, oh. But the opening is just a bunch of shots of the bustling New York City streets. Yeah. And we see April O'Neil on the TV talking about organized crime. Her hair looks great. Mm-hmm. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Her freckles are adorable. Originally, the director, Steve Barron, wanted her to wear the yellow jumpsuit that she wears in all of the comics. Yeah. Um... But the actress, Judith Hogue, found the jumpsuit horrifying. Oh, no. So there is a part later where she wears a yellow raincoat and yeah. that's like in a nod to it. But horrifying. Yeah. Judith? Come on. Yeah. She doesn't play April again. Yeah. In any of the other movies. And I'm pretty sure whoever plays her in the second movie wears the jumpsuit. Mm. If I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not a silhouette that works for everybody. So, whatever. 
whatever. It's based on a comic book. Judith. Deal with it. Anyway, we see a headline that says, City crime escalates mm-hmm. as someone snatches a dude's wallet and then passes it off to someone else. Mm-hmm. April continues saying, The baffling and bizarre, bizarre nature of these crimes, because they keep showing different shots of all, like, different weird shit being stolen. Like, it doesn't yeah. really seem to make any sense. Yeah. There's a whole truck of merchandise. One lady is, like, watching TV on her fire escape, and when she turns away and turns back, the TV is gone. Yeah, it's, like, little thing, and, like, yeah, it's very, like... It's crime to be crime. Yeah. Like, it's not... Yeah, they're not stealing things that are, like, of value. You know, this yeah. TV is, like, old and right. just small and belongs to this one person. Yeah. But it's also very much just, like, people look away and then they look back and everything is gone. Yeah, it's like, whoa, you know, so not only, mm-hmm. like, why would they steal it, but how did they get it? Where did they go? Yeah. You know, like... They're, like, fucking ninjas or something. <gasps> Weird. But, yeah, we see all the shits being packed into the back of a van. And then a bunch of kids, they're running off into the outskirts of the city and mm-hmm. unpacking all the stolen stuff. And Yeah, we see this kid just chowing down on a Whopper. It's like, this gang of thieving teens brought <laughs> to you by Burger King. April continues saying, crimes without criminals, an invisible gang at work. Who are we going to call? Unfortunately, the police here suck. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> calls basically what them she out. Says. I know, it's yeah. amazing. And she keeps doing it through the whole movie where she's just like, yeah. do your job, maybe. Yeah. Oh, this keeps Just happening because the police that don't aren't doing anything. Yeah, she's like, I'd like to say that we could call on the police, but they seem to have been doing nothing about it. So I guess we're just gonna get our shit stolen. Yep. Yeah, and this we see is where she's wearing the yellow raincoat, mm-hmm. and she's also wearing sneakers, so yes. very practical. Yeah. Yeah. And this cute note is that Robin Williams was a really big fan. Mm-hmm. of the TMNT franchise Aww. and had read the comics and everything. Yeah. And he and Judith Hogue were working on a movie together when she got this role yeah. and had started production. So he provided her with information regarding the character that he got from, you know, yeah, reading the comics like, oh, himself. April does this and April is like, yeah, that's so cute. I know. Just another little tie-in. So then we see her, she's walking to her car and she like sees a rat and it's not just, like, she's on edge because she knows that there's a lot of crime. She, like, sees it, makes eye contact with it, and then, like, cr- climbs up a bunch of boxes. And it's like, lady, if you don't like rats, like, you are in the wrong city. You cannot be in New York City in, in the 90s. No. But then she rounds a corner and she interrupts a bunch of teens stealing things off of a truck. And they're like, you know, you made, you know, wrong time, lady, or whatever, something like that. And she's yeah. like, yeah, you're telling me. And she tries to leave, but they're like, get her! And they go tackle her. And they try to steal her purse. And somebody mm. stops them yeah because we see this sigh being thrown into a street lamp which it shatters and mm-hmm. then the whole alley is dark and it's like man that one lamp was carrying a lot of weight yes <laughs> it's apparently very dark in here but while it's dark we just hear yeah some punching noises <laughs> i think i could get a jump as a sound effects engineer <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, then the the cops show up and we see that everyone's been tied up and knocked out mm-hmm. and April looks down and there's a sigh on the ground. Uh-huh. She picks it up. Yeah. And we just hear a voice from the sewer go, damn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then we're in the sewer. Yeah. And there are some giant turtles in there and they're talking to they're each other. talking giant turtles i know this at this point i had to like sit back i've loved the ninja turtles my whole life like i grew up watching the cartoons yeah you know watching these movies or whatever i just sat back for a second to think about this concept (laughs) like this is fucking insane yes they're giant turtles yes that talk 
uh-huh. and practice the art of ninjutsu. Yes. But they're also teenagers. Uh-huh. It's just wacky, and I love it. Well, I'm, yeah, and it's a comic book, you know? Like, yeah. in the comic book world, yeah. like, all types of ridiculous shit like that, it's always happening, but, yeah, because it became so, like, normalized for us growing up, Yeah, you don't really, like, oh, yeah, those are giant mutants. They're giant turtles. Turtles. <laughs> like, what? They love pizza? Who thought of this? <laughs> well, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I read the note. <laughs> Right. Another note, the motors that were built into their puppety turtle heads Mm -hmm. um, to create facial expressions were packed so very tightly into the space, and they were very uncomfortable for the performers. Yeah. Uh, Josh Pice, who voiced Raphael, or who was in the suit for Raphael, described the noise as, like, being in Grand Central Station at rush hour with a tin can over your head. Ooh, that sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. So they would, like, do their parts really fast and then, like, take their... Uh, take their helmet off or helmet, their head. Yeah. Take the head off. Mask. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They would uh, do it really fast and then behead themselves. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. So they're in the sewer. They're excited. Mm-hmm. They're high-fiving. Yeah. Awesome. Righteous. Bossa Nova. Awesome. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, let's get some pizza. Yeah. And then Raph just goes, damn. Yeah, he's like trailing behind <laughs> them. He's just like, Damn. He's so mad at himself. Another interesting thing is that to help disguise how slow these costumes made the actors, the dialogue scenes were shot at 23 frames per second so that when they were played at the normal speed, they appeared a bit sharper. Oh. Yeah. That's a really smart way to do that instead of being like making it harder on the actor to Mm -hmm. be like move faster or like that's not possible or comfortable. Yeah. No, we'll. We'll, we'll fix it in post. Speed it up. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in the fight scenes, they were shot at 22 or 23 frames per second. Nice. So even slower. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to their sewer home mm-hmm. and they're talking to Master Splinter, who's just like, hey guys, how was your day? <laughs> and they're like, we fought our first real fight and there were a lot of dudes. Donatello's like, and we kicked, uh, we fought well, Master. Yes. We fought so well. <laughs> we did real with honor did great yes but he says were you seen and they're like nope no worries there and he's yeah. like good because it this thing more than any other thing you have to make sure that nobody sees you yes and recognizes you for what you are because even those that would be our allies would not understand yes so it took know. three puppeteers to op- operate the splinter puppet oh wow kevin clash performs the puppet and does the voice to you while the facial expressions are remote controlled by another puppeteer and the mm-hmm. arms are controlled by an even other puppeteer who works <laughs> along with Kevin during the performances of the puppet. And if you don't recognize the name Kevin Clash, he is Elmo. Yes. Splinter is Elmo. Yes. Yeah. Finkel is Einhorn. Splinter is Elmo. <laughs> what? That's the Ace Ventura reference. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's the same, <laughs> the same way that they did Hoggle in Labyrinth where it's yeah. like... One person is inside, but then other people are remotely. So, I mean, a lot of, like, coming together and making sure that all these parts move at the same time, which is crazy. You know what I say? What? That's fucking teamwork! (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But so, Raph is, like, clearly, you know, he's upset, and he's like, I lost a sigh, but I can get it back, I can go! And And Splinter is like, no, dude, it's gone. You have to just let it go. Because you can't, you know, go back out there and look for it, because somebody might see you. Yes. And so then Splinter is trying to give them this, like, motivational talk, you know, about how they're doing really well, and he's really proud of them, and they're learning, you know, like, 
the way of the ninja. The, yeah, exactly. How yeah. to fight with honor and all this. But Michelangelo is just in the background loudly ordering a pizza and like threatening the pizza guys. Like, have I seen an anchovy on this pizza? <laughs> so Splinter picks up a book and throws it at his head <laughs> to get him to shut up. And he's like, all right, that's it. Bye. Hangs up. Clock's ticking, dude. <laughs> yeah. And so Splinter's like, listen, you're young, but I won't be around forever. Yeah. So we need to like focus. Mm-hmm. Let's all sit down and do some meditation together and think about your battle today uh-huh he tries yeah but they all start dancing instead uh-huh. <laughs> hey is that the song uh i think so yeah ninjutsu yes <laughs> and raph leaves to go to the movies he puts mm-hmm. on a trench coat and a hat and he's just like i'm going out yeah they ask where are you going and this is the boy where i was like okay they all got found in a new york sewer yeah but they all have wildly different accents yeah. like mikey is like clearly a california dude he's like oh radical pizza yeah and raf is the only one who sounds like he's from brooklyn yeah at all but he's like i'm going to the movies is that all right with you <laughs> i'm like why is he so mad <laughs> like- so my theory on that is that because they've had to hide they all just chose their accents based on what they saw on TV. Yeah. And just, like, made it up themselves. That would make sense, because they don't sound like Splinter either. No. So, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Mikey's just, that's like, what I've decided. really into skateboarding, surfer movies. Yeah. Cute. So, speaking of skateboarding, there they are, skateboarding in the sewers, waiting for the pizza. Yeah. And the delivery guy ends up being late by 30 seconds. You know? Because hey, he can't find the address. Because right. it's a sewer grate in the ground. Yes, it's, what does he say, like, 128... Or and an eighth. 122 and an eighth. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, there's 122, but an eighth? Where is that? He's like, you're standing on it, dude. <laughs> and then he hands him the money and he's like, hey, this is three bucks short. Uh-huh. And Mikey says, wise men say forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. <laughs> hey, he's right. So then they take the pizza back to their house where they cut it up and they're like flinging it about. And I'm like, you're telling me you got one pizza for presumably four growing teenage mutant monsters yeah absolutely not no they probably could each destroy a pizza oh yeah Yeah. and they're sharing it with splinter right they just burned so many calories yeah beating up those dudes and they're growing boys yeah anyway they cut up their pizza with their weapons yeah it should have already been sliced but that's fine sure and a slice falls on splinter's head and he just says kids (laughs) (laughs) so then we see Raphael leaving the movie theater Mm -hmm. he didn't like it no in the in the movie, he says, uh, where do they come up with this stuff? Yeah. But it was originally going to be that the marquee said Batman, and he was going to say, cool car, stupid costume. <gasps> because the 1989 Batman was in theaters yeah. during the filming. Yeah. Yeah. How dare, Raphael. Right? <laughs> My two childhood loves, Batman and the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> do not insult. No. But as he's leaving, he sees an old lady get her purse snatched, mm-hmm. and he runs after the kids, and he like... So he's, like, chasing him, and they, like, see kind of, like, his turtly face, mm-hmm. and they, like, run away and jump over a wall into a park. And they're like, what the? What? What, what was that? Yeah. But then, Casey Jones jumps out. Yeah. And, yeah, they say, what was that? And yeah. Casey Jones says, that was a crime, you purse-grabbing pukes, and this is the penalty. Because he has on a hockey mask. And yeah. And a, a hockey, hockey stick. stick. Yeah. I was like, hockey stick? There should be a better word for that. Yeah, just a stick. That's weird. And he's, like, using all these hockey terms, mm-hmm. like, to beat them up. He's, like, five for... Oh, I don't even remember the ones. And he's, like, no, my favorite, high sticking. And he, like, holds it above his head and is, like, going to whack them. Yes. But here comes Raphael. Mm-hmm. And 
Raphael stops him and is like, hey, that's too much. Okay. They're just kids. Like, you can't beat them with a hockey stick. You can't actually murder these children. Right? (laughs) I don't care if you look like Jason Voorhees or not. You're not allowed to kill teenagers. No. So the kids run off while they're arguing and then Casey and Raph start fighting. Yeah. (laughs) Casey pulls out a bat and Mm -hmm. Raph grabs it and looks at it and says, a Jose Canseco bat. Tell me you didn't pay money for this. Ooh. <laughs> Casey smacks him and he loses his hat. And he sees that he's a giant turtle, but he's like, what are you, some kind of punker? I hate punkers. I hate punkers. <laughs> especially green ones. And he's like, especially bald ones with green face paint. Yeah. And he's like, cannot process He's just like he's trying to put it at. all together. He's like, wait a minute. This is not a man. Yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna fight him anyway. So then Casey pulls out a cricket bat and this is one of my favorite <laughs> lines because he's like, alright, we'll switch sports. And he pulls out a cricket bat yeah. and Raph says, cricket? You gotta know what a crumpet is to know what cricket is. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Brooklyn accent, by the way. It's very good. Thank you. Casey's like, I'll explain it to you. And smacks him with it and Raph lands into a trash can. Yep. Six points. Uh, when he got knocked into the trash can in the scene, the face of the animatronics inside the head caved and broke the stunt guy's nose. Oh no. So when Raph like grabs his face yeah. in the scene, that's actually the stunt guy because his nose is broken. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. And that stunt guy had to be replaced. He was like, fuck, I'm out. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. Like another guy came in and did the rest of the stunts for Raph for the me- for the rest of the movie. Yeah. You're yeah. like, this is early on. There's so much fighting later. If this could happen <laughs> five minutes in, <laughs> I quit. Yeah. So then Casey Jones runs off and calls Raph a freak. Mm-hmm. And Raph like chases after him, but he gets away because Raph like nearly gets hit by a car. and Yeah. And you just hear like they kind of pan out. We see the city and he's just like, damn. <laughs> He's already said damn three times. I know, he's so, so edgy. edgy. <laughs> I he's love him. The spicy one. But yeah, so Raph gets back home and Splinter was waiting up for him and he's like, listen, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. And Raph's like, can we do this later? Right. He's like, no, bitch. No, I'm, yo. I'm your dad. I'm still your dad. <laughs> okay. So there's just like, it's all dark and there's one single candle and the soundtrack has gotten very soft. Not your fucking dad. <laughs> Look at your hair. Look at my hair. <laughs> No, you're fucking dead. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyway, so it's dark, except for a single candle. Yeah. The soundtrack has gotten very soft. Yeah. And Splinter says, my master Yoshi's first rule was, possess the right thinking. Only then can one receive the gifts of strength, knowledge, and peace. Anger clouds the mind. Turned inward. It is an unconquerable enemy. Yeah. And he's like, listen, you have to stop trying to do so much by yourself. You're forgetting me and your brothers, and you can't. Face the enemy of your own anger by yourself. That's what I've been saying! You know. Takes and, all four of them. Uh, Raph is crying, and I'm crying. Yeah. And April's boss is concerned about her while she's trying to cover up her bruises from the previous night's mugging. We're gonna skip over me crying. <laughs> <laughs> Never cried day in my life. <laughs> yeah, he keeps showing up at her house to talk to her. Yeah, throughout this whole movie, he's just like, April! She's in her apartment with his kid. I know, he and just brings his kid over. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, April's like, I didn't get mugged, yeah. Charles, because I still have all my stuff. Yeah. If they don't take your stuff, it's not technically a mugging. Right, you're fine. I just got tackled by some youths in an alley, okay? It's yeah, what's the big deal? Everyday New York occurrence. But so <laughs> she's trying to talk to her boss's son, Danny, mm-hmm. 
she's like, how's school going? And Charles kind of interrupts and is like, oh, that's another thing that I'm dealing with. I have to drive him to school myself to make sure that he actually goes. He doesn't do anything all day. All he does is read comics. When he doesn't want to hear me talking, he just puts his headphones on. See, look, there he goes. There he goes again. And April's like, oh, give him a break. Yeah. But as they're talking, Danny takes some money out of April's wallet. I know. I do wonder if he had heard her say, that give she him didn't a break. Mugged. No. Oh. Because he, he puts on his headphones and then April's like, give him a break. Oh, yeah. And I wonder if he had heard her say that if he would have stolen from her. Because, you know, she's on his side. Yeah. I don't know. He kind of sucks at this point. It's true. But then we got to a live interview mm-hmm. with Chief Stearns, the police chief, mm-hmm. talking about his new plan to crack down on crime. Yes. April is there interviewing him and yes. she is giving a giving him a hard time. Yes. He is so sweaty. Oh, yeah. He's sweaty point. the whole movie. <laughs> I wish we had more real life reporters like this just in the world, you know, being like, yeah. hey, you said this and not like letting people back down, just like asking, you know, really hard questions. Yeah. Like, hey, remember when you said that and then you didn't do it? Yeah, I do wish that that were the case. But what ends up happening now is that if you're a tough reporter, you just don't get invited back to press conferences anymore. Yeah, it's true. They just don't let the sassy ones back in. But she's doing a great job. Yeah. But- turtles are in their sewer house and they're watching her on tv and they're all like hey we you know we know her yeah we saved her and they mikey like kisses the screen i know he's like Mm -hmm. what a babe (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's cute yeah and then april's like chief what is this that i'm hearing about the foot clan Mm -hmm. and as she's interviewing him we see that someone else is also watching the news report Mm -hmm. on about a hundred tvs Man, where would you get so many tvs uh the store (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> he's very upset about the report huh. and does not appreciate the things that he has because he throws a knife at one of the TVs. Well, he's got so many more. And he says, find her and silence her to mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. We see Raph behind all of his brothers not watching the TV. He's got his big hat back on and one sigh in his pocket. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go out again. Yeah. He's a party animal. A yeah. Party, a party turtle, you might say. <laughs> yes. And then also... April's getting yelled at by the chief, mm-hmm. by the police chief. Mm-hmm. And in the background, we see Danny getting taken away in handcuffs. Oh, no. Everybody mad at April. It's true. Well, she's ruffling a lot of feathers. Truly. That's why the turtles like her. They don't have feathers. <laughs> they can't be ruffled. They're unruffleable. <laughs> so then, yeah, so while she's getting yelled at, the police chief in his office is like, why would you bring up the Foot Clan? We have no real evidence that it exists. You're just like, you know, fear-mongering and starting, yeah. you know rumors where there's no concrete proof he says just because it reminds some immigrants of something that supposedly happened years ago in japan yikes dude yikes yeah so that is where we get the first hint that like the foot clan is something that has previously existed yeah it's not just something that she made up right she's been doing her research right she's a journalist wow incredible so as april is leaving the building Raph is reading a newspaper nearby, mm-hmm. and he begins to follow her. Yes. She goes down into the subway, but she misses her train. She's like, damn. <laughs> that's, that's what everybody says in this movie. Yeah. So she's the only one down there, which there are a lot of scenes in this movie where I'm like, where is everyone? Yeah. <laughs> this is New York. It's yeah. never empty. You're right. never in the subway alone. I mean, I don't is. know. There's a lot of subway stops. Sure. I guess it depends on what time of day it is. That's fair. But a bunch of dudes show up out of nowhere mm. and they're all dressed head to toe in like you know, ninja gear pajamas pajamas <laughs> in yep. black they have masks on with like 
mesh over the eyes so they look like bugs. Yeah, and they have a red bandana around their forehead. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. He says, we've been waiting for you, Miss O'Neill. And she says, what, am I behind on my Sony payments again? And I said, is that racist? (laughs) So Variety, the New York Times, and the Monthly Film Bulletin all noted the Asian villains of the film. Variety described overtones of racism in its use of oriental villains, Mm -hmm. which is like, Variety, come on. I know that this was the 90s, but like, you're using a racist term to call it racism. Right. (laughs) Well, uh, Janet Maslin of the New York Times stated, the story's villainous types are Asian and the film portrays the yellow peril aspects of this to the hilt. Mm Mm-hmm. Newman noted a racist joke in April O'Neill's response to the Foot Clan. What's the matter? Did I fall behind on my Sony payments? Mm-hmm. Finding that the film expressed a resentment of Japan's economic strength, even while the film is plundering Japan's popular culture. Yeah. Which I is kind of hard to... The good guys are also... You know, I mean, I right. guess the turtles are American, but... Yeah, you know, but they're, their master is Japanese. Right, and, and they've learned all this Japanese culture. Yeah. You know. They're, I mean, I would say they're immigrants, too. Sure. At least first generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think it's just, like, the good and the bad guys. And the Sony thing could be considered racist, or it could just be those are expensive things that people rent. It's true, but it could have been anything, yeah. I think, is the, you know, she could have just said, my cable bill, or yes. something. Yeah. And it's because he's got, you can hear, like, that. He has a little like bit Japanese of Like, Japanese-American accent. Accent, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like... Yeah. It's not the worst, but it could have been better. Right, exactly. But he says, <laughs> we have a message to deliver, and then smacks her in the face. Yeah. And I don't says, know. <laughs> shut it. I don't know why it got me so bad, but he's just like, I have a message. He's like, very serious, and he just goes, smack. <laughs> shut it. She's like, What? It's not even like, you know, he doesn't punch her or like threaten her life. He just slaps her across yeah. the face. I don't know. It it's like a singing me. telegram. Yeah. A slapping telegram. But she's like, all right, you know what? Let's fucking dance. And so she pulls out Raph's sigh that she still has in her purse. Yeah, she's been carrying it around. But he immediately smacks it out of her hands and it goes skittering across the floor, which yeah. Raph is like, toy, and grabs it again. Mm-hmm. But she goes, all right, fuck this, and starts hitting them with her purse. Yeah. And I like it. I'm, I'm glad. I'm proud she's, of her. You yeah, fight back. Holding yeah. her own. Yeah. But Raph hops out, mm-hmm. kicks all her butts, mm-hmm. carries April away. Yeah. But not before. He is followed by a Foot Clan dude. Yes. Because he takes off the down tracks. like the subway tracks. Yeah. The Foot Clan mm-hmm. is a parody of The Hand. Yes. Which is a clan of ninjas from the Daredevil comics. Yeah. Hand Just and foot. So you know. Hand and foot. Hand and foot. <laughs> hand and foot. Hand and foot. <laughs> butt to face. <laughs> the butt to face clan. Oh, God. <laughs> so... Back in the sewers, Raph has taken April to his house, to their house. Yes. And everyone is upset at him. Yeah, look, why would you bring a human woman here? Yeah. Didn't Splinter just a... said that we're not allowed to be seen? Secret lair. You brought her here rather than taking her to a hospital or whatever, you know. Yeah. They're all yelling at him. Well, they're talking to him. Raph is yelling because he does not have a volume control. Like, they're all upset, but they're yeah. talking at normal volume and he is shouting. Yeah, he says, I wanted to redecorate. A couple throw pillows, a news reporter. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like, you know, I, what did you want me to do? Just leave her behind? Like, I had to bring her here. She was in danger. Yeah. And Splinter comes in and Mikey says, it's the news lady. Can we keep her? Yeah. <laughs> Which is cute. He's like, all right, well, you know. Let's yeah. help her. Go yeah, get some washcloths. Go get some water. Mm-hmm. And she comes to, and the first thing that she sees is Splinter. And yeah. she screams. 
But, yeah. I mean, you know, she don't like rats. Yeah. So. Yeah, she fair. starts screaming when she sees Splinter, and then she sees the turtles, and yeah. she keeps screaming. Yeah. I mean, even if you do like rats, that's a big rat. It is a big rat. And she says, oh my god, I'm dead, aren't I? Yep. She's kind of trying to rationalize what she's seeing. You know, yeah. like, oh, I saw a rat there, and a turtle, yeah. and I got attacked, I hit my head. Right. She's trying to figure it out. But Splinter's like, listen, if you calm down, I'll just explain everything. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of talking over him. Because he starts, he's like, 15 years ago. And yeah. she's like, why don't I ever dream of Harrison Ford? And he's like, 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> For 15 years now, we have lived here. Uh-huh. Before that, he was a pet of Master Yoshi. Ring! <laughs> Ring! <laughs> I can't do it. That was too squeaky. I used to be able to... Yes, anyway. but Splinter explains. Yes. I used to be a normal-ass rat, and <laughs> my owner was a master of ninjutsu, and I learned the art of ninja by watching him from my cage. Mm-hmm. So the movie portrays Yoshi as Splinter's master-slash-owner and says that Splinter learned his ninja skills through observing and mimicking him, yeah. and that is true to the original comics, but this was the first time that this origin story was seen because in the cartoon, yeah. Master Splinter is Yoshi. Oh. And became a rat after being exposed to the Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I think this way makes more sense, though. Yeah, way more sense. Like, why would you turn into a rat if you were a man? Yeah, unless you were a rat at heart. <laughs> You're born in the year of the rat? There I was. Go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm a dragon. You would be. <laughs> anyway, he continues to explain, they were forced to come to New York, and as he was rummaging in the sewers, he found four baby turtles crawling in a strange ooze. They're so cute. They're they just, so like, widow. real turtles. Yeah. With their little tiny feet, like, pat, 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 in this puddle of ooze, and it's just really adorable. I know. But he says he collected them in a coffee can, which is, like, he was just a rat at this point. I know. But he, you see him, like, kind of herding him into the, herding them in this coffee can. Yeah. And then, he says the next morning, he woke up, and they had doubled in size. Mm-hmm. And so had he. Yeah. And also, in intellect. Yes. Getting much smarter. Yeah, for the flashback of the turtles growing up, Steve Barron, the director, was going for a retro look. And decided these scenes would be shot on Super 8 film because these scenes used real turtles as well as a mini puppet young splinter and young <laughs> turtles. Yeah. They were time-consuming scenes and given to the second unit under director Brian Henson. Nice. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> Jim Henson Jr. Right? So then the turtles start talking. Pizza! I know. Radical! You just see like tiny, I assume, Mikey. I don't think they have like they don't have their names or anything, yeah. colors yet. But he's just like, radical, 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 radical. <laughs> It's so cute. Yes. But so he's like, so I gave them names and I started teaching them everything I know. Mm-hmm. And then he introduces them one by one, you know. Yeah, it's we a all very, like, cute scene, though. Yeah. Because they all, like, when he says their name, they're like, eh. They do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michelangelo goes, that's me. Yeah. It's cute. And also, side note, if you all haven't seen Hannah Gadsby's uh, comedy special called douglas yeah she has a whole rant about this really and i can't remember which one of them it is but like three of them are all artists in the same time period and one of them like it just doesn't make sense that his name is in there yeah and it is a long rant but it is so funny yeah i bet she's hilarious she is really funny that's so funny that's how i feel about when they introduced a lady turtle yeah and her name's venus right and i'm like you can't not one single female artist that you could think of to name georgia o'keefe yeah like, no, 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 Frida. none of them. No. You had to go after a painting. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. 
least she's not wearing pink. They start walking through the sewers mm-hmm. to take April back to her place. Mm-hmm. They're, they know how to get there through the sewers. They don't have to, like, go up to the street. Yeah. And they get there, and it is a place called Second Time Around Antiques and More. It's a really cute name for an antique store. Home sweet home. Yeah. She's like, I wish I could invite you up, but all I have in my house is frozen pizza. And they're all like, what? There's, like, a noise that plays every time someone mentions pizza, and they're yeah. just like... Whoosh. Mikey, like, floats up out of the sewer, <laughs> like, in stop motion almost, like... Yeah. Pizza? Did you say pizza? Yep. So she's like, you guys eat pizza? And they're like, yeah, doesn't everybody? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then as they're walking in, she's like, uh, so what do you guys like on your pizza? Oh, you know, just the normal stuff. Flies, stink bugs. She <laughs> looks absolutely horrified. Yeah, she like stops. Yeah. He's like, relax, I was just kidding. Wow, it's, it's cool. It's fine. So then we cut to inside her apartment. Mm-hmm. And they're all like having a great time. Like she's cracking up. Yeah, they're like, all sitting around eating pizza, like yeah. cracking jokes. I like how quickly she's like warmed to the turtles. Yeah. You know? She's not like still weirded out. She's just like, yep, they're friends. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And Mikey is doing an impression of Rocky. Hey, you know? yo, Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, wait, hang on. I got another one. And he does James Cagney like, you dirty rat. <laughs> and he just says that a couple times. Yeah. I don't think he has any. You know, it's one of those things where he's like, I have a three word impression. Right. But I can't yeah. do anything else in this voice. Yeah. You dirty rat. And she says, that must be Splinter's favorite. And they all just stare at her. Nobody does. They all just stop. And she says, it was a joke. And then they all laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they eat their pizza. They're done hanging out. They start to leave. And April's like, am I ever going to see you again? Yeah. Mikey says, indubitably. Yeah. <laughs> and they say, it depends on how often you restock your pizza. Yep. But then they get back home. Mm-hmm. And their place has been trashed. Yeah. And worse than that, Splinter is gone. <sighs> So they go back to April's place and they knock on the door and she answers it and they all just look so sad. I mean, yeah, it's crushing. Yeah, Their little she shoulders are so slumped. Is immediately like, oh my god, what's wrong? Yeah, and Leo just says, Splinter. Splinter. <laughs> I know it's so sad. They kidnapped our dad. <laughs> my dad. He's a big rat. <laughs> <laughs> So we get this tiny cut to the police chief's office and he is looking at Danny's arrest record and he calls up Charles to ask about him, which will become important later. Yep. And also annoying. Mm. So the next morning, the turtles are all sleeping on April's living room floor Uh when there's a knock on the door and it's Charles again because he just shows a better fucking house. Yep. So she's like, oh shit, it's my boss. Can you guys? And before she can even be like, hey, can you guys hide? They're all gone. Yeah. They're ninjas, April. So Charles comes in with Danny and tells April that she needs to take it easy on the Foot Clan story because mm-hmm. she's, you know, upsetting people. Yes. And as they're arguing about it, Danny sees Mikey in a mirror mm-hmm. under a table. Yeah, they like make eye contact. Yeah, but, but then, then when he turns around, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And then he looks back in the mirror and he's gone again. So he's just like, what the fuck? So he kind of starts like creeping around a little bit. Yeah. But she finally kicks him out. Yeah. Because she's, like, wearing a robe. She's, like, trying to wash her face. He's just following her around. He's, like, way too comfortable in there. Yeah. Like, and he's in her bathroom. Yeah, like, she's just like, there. you know what? I gotta get ready. You gotta get out of here. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Because they almost see Donatello at one point, and she's just like, this is, I'm, I'm stressing stressed. out. Like, just get out of my apartment. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, just call her on the phone, man. Yeah. So then we see Charles driving Danny to school and, like, yelling at him. Yeah. You know, he's just like, I make enough money for both of us. You know, I provide for this family. Why do you have to be stealing things? And it's like, bro, it's not about the things. He's clearly acting out. Yeah. 
because he needs someone to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Bad parenting. And so, like we talked about at the beginning, he jumps out at a red light and just takes off running. I think it's funny. Like, we both remembered a pretty good chunk of this movie, but I think it's funny that we both remember that part so clearly. Yeah. I wonder if, as kids, we were both just like, oh, I could just leave. You just, <laughs> I just go? Any point? I just jump out of the car. Uh, I would never oh, no, be so afraid. <laughs> where do you go next? Well, but where he where goes. He goes. <laughs> Uh, he goes straight to the cool kid hangout. Yeah. Where there are skate ramps and mm-hmm. arcade games mm-hmm. and there's spray paint. Yeah. There's a guy with a mohawk playing an electric bass that isn't even plugged into anything. No, that's okay. He's, He's just going... Just... Like yeah, it's not doing a good job, so it's good that it's not plugged in. Yeah, um, there's like a roulette wheel. There, I mean, all yeah. kinds. Whatever you The only want. thing that we missed was like, you were like... Is there a trampoline? There's no, not a trampoline. There's not. But that's too... Uh, there's everything else. That's for children. You know what right, I mean? That's too like, yeah. whimsical and fun. Yeah. So no these are whimsy cool, allowed. Cool kid things. But um, this hideout, Shredder and the Foot Clan's hideout, were filmed in an abandoned cement factory called the Ideal Cement Factory outside of Wilmington, North Carolina. This location was also used as a set for Dino Hatton oh. in Super Mario Brothers and Top Dollar's Nightclub in The Crow. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think it's funny that it's like, yeah, cement factory or movie set. Or? (laughs) Like, do they still make cement in there, too, or what? Yeah. So then we see little baby Sam Rockwell. He's such a baby. He's 22 in this movie. His facial hair makes him look 13. Yeah, he's got baby face. I mean, he's always looked. (laughs) He just has, like, the facial, like, this was my first mustache and I never shaved it. I can't let it go. Yes. You know? (laughs) Very much so. So he's showing some kids around and he's like, anything you want, we got it, you know, pointing out all the cool kid shit that's happening. And one of them says, you got any cigarettes? And he pulls out a carton of, you know, two cartons and he's like, regular or menthol and like winks. And I'm like, don't you wink at me, you greasy teen. <laughs> he's so cute. Like, he I love cute. Sam Rockwell so much. I do too. Well, I'm like, don't, do- don't you, don't you do it. See some small baby children playing poker. They really are very small. Like, yeah, like a lot of some these of kids, these kids are very small. Yeah, yeah, are like are like bigger teens, uh-huh. but like some of them are like you're eight. Yeah, <laughs> go home. It's the Lost Boys all over again. I know, but yeah, a big sweaty bald man mm-hmm. in like full ninja regalia. Mm-hmm. It's just wandering around and grunting at everyone. Yeah. So, mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then in another room, a bunch of people that are. Like, dressed in their ninja uniform or sparring. Yeah. And Big Sweaty comes in and just kicks one of the kids in the face. They, like, spar for a second and yeah. then the kid, like, bows because the sparring is over and so he just kicks him in the face yeah. and says, Never lower your eyes to an enemy. Right. And the kid from flat on his back says, Yes, Master Tatsu. Rude. Yep. But then a gong starts ringing and everyone begins to gather. Mm-hmm. A long shadow approacheth. <laughs> He's spooky. A man with impossibly broad shoulders, a metallic but also pleated cape, yeah. and a very sharp-looking helmet-slash-mask combo strides into the big concrete room, because mm-hmm. it's a concrete factory. <laughs> yeah. He's badass-looking. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you're a kid who's, like, unhappy with your home life, this is tight. There's, like, all the things mm-hmm. that your parents probably won't let you do, and then there's this guy who's in charge who looks so cool and scary. Yeah, and, you know, I know too much about true crime now and i will say this is the one kids hangout where there's no sexual abuse that's true so you know what steal some tvs and have some fun it's fine yep (laughs) not fucking dean coral over here you're okay worst thing stop smoking you know yeah don't do that put down the cigarettes but other than that it's fine 
steal some TVs. Anyway, it's Master Shredder. Obviously. <laughs> Master Tatsu, like, takes his cape, like, not all the way off. He just, like, reveals his pauldrons that yes. are extra sharp. So stabby. Yeah. I wonder if he was, like, hugging someone before, you know, he had to keep them covered up. And then he comes in to be the tough guy yeah. so you can, like, uncover them. Yeah. You know, it's That's like fair. day look versus night look kind of thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> So somebody hands Shredder a Foot Clan mask, mm-hmm. and a boy comes up and kneels in front of him, and he puts the mask on the boy and says, money cannot buy the honor you have earned tonight. And the boy's like, tight. And he puts his headband on over his Foot Clan mask. Yeah. He's like, All right, part of the foot. Like, for real. Yeah. So then Shredder addresses the rest of the crowd, who are all, like, standing, it's like stories tall, you yeah. know, and they're all like, whatever. I don't know how to describe it. It's like he's in, like, a an arena almost and he's on the floor yeah yeah because there's so many kids around him yeah yeah and he says you have to earn the right to wear the dragon doji he says you're here because the outside world has rejected you this is your family and i am your father and then the camera cuts away to show poor master splinter chained to a wall i know and shredder is saying you know we have to find these other creatures and punish them Mm -hmm. these turtles and that's when we see Danny, and he's like, oh shit, I saw a giant turtle. Yeah, he raises his hand. Yeah, he's like, uh, 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 Master hey. Shredder? Hey. <laughs> Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh, no, Danny! <laughs> When's lunch? <laughs> so, on yes. the news, mm-hmm. April is giving her report about the Foot Clan, because she do not listen. No. She is, um, it's not on her show. Right. She's, like, being interviewed by somebody else. Yeah. Also, tiny side note, all of the reporters shown in this movie are named after months. Oh. The only other reporters are named May and June. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. I like that. So, it's April, May, and June. But this woman's name is June, I think. Mm-hmm. She is being interviewed by another reporter, and she's explaining that the organized crime that's happening now is reminiscent of a secret group of ninja thieves that used to operate in Japan. Yeah. And Chief Stearns is pissed. Well, yeah, because one, he said, stop talking about the foot. And two, because in this report, April O'Neil looks directly into the camera and goes, I don't know, maybe Chief Stearns should do something about it. Yeah. And she's right. Yeah, she's absolutely right. But it also makes sense why he's mad about it. Right. So Chief Stearns, we hear, because like Charles is outside of this being filmed, watching Mm -hmm. it happen, and we hear the phone ring and somebody's like, it's for you. And we hear like, Stern's in the background. Yeah. 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 The lady interviewing April asks how she got away. Uh And April says, some kind citizens of New York came to her rescue. Yeah. She says, I would like to take this opportunity to thank one of those individuals. If he's watching. Thanks, Raphael. Mm -hmm. All the other turtles, because they are watching in Mm -hmm. her apartment, are like, ooh. Ooh. Everyone thinks that this is cute. Yeah. But Raph is mad that Splinter is still out there. Mm Mm-hmm. And they aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. So they get in a fight. Yeah. Leo and Raph do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Donnie and Mikey look at each other and they're like, fight? He's like, fight. They're like, kitchen? <laughs> kitchen. So they just go into the kitchen to eat snacks while yeah. Leo and Raph fight about it. Yeah. But they both have, you know, good points. Because yeah. Raph is like, we can't just sit here and do nothing. But Leo's like, we don't have any information. We can't just go running willy-nilly out into the city. We have to wait until April finds a lead on the foot. So that we can go find them. Yeah, and Raph says, oh, so that's the plan from our great leader. Just sit on our butts. Yeah, Leo's like, I never said I was our leader. And Raph's like, well, you act like it sometimes. People like you. 
think the turtles should just sit on their butts eating pizza <laughs> thinking about April O'Neil. <laughs> Yes, but he storms off. Oh, shock and surprise. Classic. So then we see him. <laughs> he just goes up on the roof. Yeah, to do cartwheels. And, and he's just going, shit. damn! I know. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But he's not alone up there. No, he's not. Who's up there? Well, from a few rooftops away. Well, yeah. We see Casey Jones watching him with binoculars. Yeah. How coincidental. You know, of all the rooftops in well, New York. Yes, true. But I think him running into Raph before anyway just means they were probably in the same in the same neighborhood. Yeah, it was where they hang out. But and just... I bet he's on that roof, like looking for other kids to beat up. No, that's true. Casey committing crimes does love to beat up teens. And he sees like somebody doing flips a couple of <laughs> roofs away, and he's like, yeah. "I like flips." Is that? A... <laughs> I'm into that. Is that a giant turtle? <laughs> that guy looks familiar. But as Raph is standing there, cursing, Damn. the Foot Clan approaches from behind. Yeah. And then down inside April's apartment, Mikey and Donnie are watching cartoons. Mm -hmm. And April comes home looking dejected because yeah. she still hasn't heard anything. Yeah. She's asking where Raph is. Mm -hmm. He is currently getting his ass handed to him. Yes. By the foot. Footed to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they're like, April's like, well, should we go look for him? And the other turtles are like, no, he does this all the time. He'll be back. He just needs to blow off steam. Yeah, April's like gonna show them around the antique store that's downstairs. Yeah. And she's like, should we wait for him, you know, so that he can see everything? And they're yeah. like, nah. <laughs> we could be here all day. Yeah. Meanwhile, Raph is doing a great job. He's yeah. holding his own. Yeah. Yeah, he, he says to the foot, he says, you must have studied the abridged version of ninja fighting. Yeah, and got him. Kicks a bunch of ass. Yeah. And then he says, come on, how do you expect to beat me? Mm -hmm. And then like 20 more ninjas appear and he's like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he goes, good answer, good answer. <laughs> yeah. So down in the shop, the turtles are having a great time. Donnie's yeah. like, man, you got everything down here. And they're all like looking at a bunch of stuff. And this is when April explains that like her dad owned it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, it's probably kind of silly to keep it around. Yeah, because she's losing money on my it. Dad. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I don't even open it that often. You know, it's mostly just sits here. But they're like, it's not silly at all. It's really cool. Yeah. And she sees Mikey <laughs> coming up behind Leah with a pair of symbols, and Mikey's like, shh. And April's like, oh, fuck. But she doesn't do anything about it. No. Yeah, and Leah then... was looking intently at something, at yeah. like a doll or something, and yeah. Mikey goes, clang! <laughs> right behind his head. Yeah. So then they get back to the apartment, and April is like, should we be worried about Raph? And Leah says, nah, he'll be back any minute. And he's uh, more correct than he knows. Yeah, turns out he was right. Just then, Raph uh, drops in through the skylight. Through the skylight. Courtesy which at, of the foot. At this point, I, for a second, I was like, ooh, cool skylight. Oh, turtle. Oh. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, there are many dangers yeah, <laughs> to owning a skylight. Absolutely. So Donnie runs over and checks on him, and he's like, he's still alive. Yeah. But now the apartment is just full of the Foot Clan, because mm -hmm. they've come in through every window. Yeah, they're smashing all the windows and jumping through them, and it's And Mikey says, scary. whoa, I thought insurance salesmen were pushy. <laughs> We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> God, more true now than ever. Right, yeah. There's a brief scene where one of the Foot guys pulls out his nunchucks, and Mikey's like, oh, a fellow chucker. And so they both take turns showing off their sick nunchuck skills. Yeah, and it's one of those things that, like, 
is gets very campy because it yeah. goes on for too long. Yeah. And it's very funny. At one point, Mikey is twirling his on his finger like a basketball and yeah. yawning at the same time. And Donnie's behind him just like, yeah. And that's right. <laughs> and the, you see the other foot guys are kind of like, oh, shit. <laughs> that guy's real good. Yeah, then they start to beat up the Foot Clan. Mm-hmm. And there's like some circusy fight music playing. Yeah. Because they're all having fun. You yeah, know? they love to fight. Yeah, and the fight itself is very slapstick. So yes. again, for the reviewers to all be like, it's so violent. It's like, it's goofy. Right. Like, there's so many goofy things that happen. At one point, two of the turtles are on either side of a foot guy, and they both, like, smash their butts into his face. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. But the butt-to-face fighting style. Exactly. So it's, I mean, there's, it's like, goofy violent antics and, like, shell spinning around. Right. And just, like, yeah. There's no blood. Nobody's, like crying i don't know yeah. i don't think it's that violent no. everybody clearly just gets knocked out and not stabbed or you know even their bones broke it you know it's right just, yeah it's not that bad. yeah and not to jump ahead too far but like at the beginning of uh secret of the ooze yeah they get in a fight in a deli yeah and they're just using like big chunks of meat to beat them up <laughs> yeah. that scene is so funny yeah anyway somebody hands out a bunch of like big old battle axes i know which is weird so then they keep weapon i don't know they keep trying to like chop the turtles but they keep missing Mm. and they are chopping up the floor yeah and then we see some more foot on the roof and donnie says i don't think this is a great time uh structurally speaking for your foot buddies to drop in but they do anyway and the whole floor collapses and they all end up in the antique shop yep yeah, and Master Tatsu has also arrived, but he's just wa- watching. He's yeah, just he's wandering just around grunting. Point. That's what he does. Yeah. Mikey beats some dudes up with the symbols. Yep. I feel like as soon as they landed on the first floor, Mikey he was, was like, like yeah, symbols. <laughs> Where'd they go? <laughs> April is just holding Raph on the floor and like trying to keep him safe. Yeah. Which is sweet. Yeah. But some light comes into the room as Casey Jones enters the fight. Yeah, I don't understand what the light was from. Is he just... just like... I guess he just opened the door and there was like a street light outside. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So. But he says, what are you doing to my little green friend? Yeah. <laughs> and they all start fighting again. Uh-huh. And now the place is on fire! Yeah, one of the foot guys hits, like, the electrical box with his battle axe. Oh, yeah. And it does look like he gets electrocuted by it, but it also catches everything on fire. And I mean, immediately. Like, this place was ready to burn. Yeah. Like, Antiques, damn April. be dry. You should clean more. Yeah, or have a sprinkler system yeah. installed. She does not. Yeah. But they escape through a side door. Yeah. While Casey is, like, holding them off. Yeah. Yeah. So all the turtles get out, and April leaves, and it's Mm. just Casey there. And as they're all leaving and he's still fighting, April's phone, like, falls through on its cord. Yeah. And her messaging machine, like, picks it up. And we hear her boss being like, hey, it's Charles. Uh, you're fired. You know, he's like, I don't know any nice way to put this, but, yeah, you're fired. Yeah. I mean, that's rude. It's so rude. Like- Every other time you can show up to her house to talk to her face and now you're going to leave this message on her phone. Yeah. Not even make sure that you get her on the phone. But yeah. like, just leave a message on her answering machine to right. tell her that she's fired. It's rude as hell. It is. It really is. But anyway, Casey escapes through the door and then we hear sirens, which scare off the rest of the foot. Master yep. Tatsu says, ninja, vanish. Yep. So they're all driving away in April's VW van. And she looks back at the fire that's completely taken over the house. Yeah. And it's Danny, a huge bummer. Yeah. And Danny is looking over the scene from another rooftop with much regret. I know. I feel bad for Danny. He's not a bad kid. He no. just needs somebody to talk to. Yeah. So 
Back at the hideout, mm. Shredder just punches poor helpless Splinter and asks him who the turtles are and why they know how to fight so well. And Splinter's like, I'm not gonna tell you anything. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't say anything. No. And Shredder says, fine then, hang there till you die. That's a- Talk about being rude. Yeah. He's tied to the wall. I know. And he punches him in the face with yeah. his big metal fist. And he's a rat. He's, he's so squishy. He's just a rat. He's not even wearing armor. No. Then Shredder just stares at Tatsu <laughs> until he telepathically communicates that he's not mad. He's just disappointed. He really does. He has strong dad vibes. He doesn't say anything, but no. it's just so, communicated so well. Yeah. Tatsu's like, yeah. So he storms off to the footlocker. <laughs> it really is. It's just a locker room in the foot clan. I know. So truly. Yep. And he beats up a bunch of dudes and it's like, these are like teens. Yeah. <laughs> I know that your dad's mad at you. Just just classic bully tactics where he's like, somebody got mad at me, so I'm taking it out on you, tinier guys, because I can't punch the Damn, shred, this whole dude. movie is just like daddy issues, huh? It's true. So in the script and the novelization, the young boy that Tatsu attacks um, is supposed to die from mm. him beating him up. Yeah. The sounds of the boy breathing and the others saying that he would be all right were added in at the last minute after the movie ratings board objected to the scene. Yeah. In the French version of the movie, Shinsho does die. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's intense. The French are... They don't give a shit. No. (laughs) We gotta toughen these kids up. But it also, I mean, it's already like a tough scene to watch if you're Danny. But if that kid dies, like that's even, you know, like what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. Definitely sends that. Yeah, home. and why is my loyalty to this guy that's just gonna like? Yeah, kill he doesn't care about me. Kids, yeah. yeah, and for no reason, you know, like just because he's mad, like to take it out on him, you know, right? Not yeah. Even. So then we see Danny go in to talk to Splinter, who is so sad. Yeah, but he immediately sees yeah. Danny and just says, "How can a face so young wear so many burdens?" Yeah, and from far away, like Danny is still like kind of in the shadows, but as soon as Splinter sees him, he just clocks him as like, "Oh, yeah. sad." Oh, you sad. But Danny's like, "Oh shit, you can't talk." Yeah, and Splinter says, "Yeah, and I can listen too." Yeah, he's like, "I have ears, and they are open for you whenever you need them." And Danny's like, "I don't want to talk to you," but then he immediately just starts talking. <laughs> Because yeah. he really just needs someone to listen to him. Why like, is Splinter so fucking wholesome? He's like dying and he's giving this kid advice because Danny starts talking about his dad and how his dad doesn't love him. Yeah. And Splinter says, that's not true. Right. And Danny's like, how do you know? And Splinter says, all fathers care for their sons. No. <sighs> and then we get this, you know, we just focus on Splinter's face and he's got like tears in his eyes and he just looks so sad because he's like... He's a father, and he cares for his sons, and right now he doesn't know where they are, or how they're doing, you know. (sighs) He's worried. He's worried, and he's sad. And also, you know, probably hungry and cold and tired and scared. Yeah. Ugh. Poor Splinter. (laughs) So, they've made it to the farmhouse. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Raph is not doing great, and the van breaks down the minute they pull into the driveway. (laughs) Yeah. It's got a big crack in its block. Yeah, whatever that means. I don't know. Yep. Casey. (laughs) Casey's looking at it. Yeah. The end. (laughs) Oh, you don't want to read my note? Yeah, so Casey opens the hood and is like looking at the engine and is like just having a nice face and like some great hair and he's covered in grease and I can smell him. Uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But April says, well, 
the nearest neighbor's house is four miles away, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just gonna have to start walking since I can't drive. Yeah. I need to call my boss. Yes, in case he says, uh, Charles. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, uh. He left you a message, and, uh, well, hey, you just saved yourself an eight-mile round trip. Because you're, uh, he said you're fired. (laughs) April's like, did you go to the school for insensitivity? Like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) So she yells at him for a bit, and he yells at her, and then she storms off. The sexual tension is high. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, the overall tension is high anyway. You know, like, Casey just got thrown into this situation so did april so did the turtles they don't know where they are they don't know what they're doing everybody's stressed out yeah there really wasn't a nice way for that to have been communicated to her no but he also calls her broadzilla oh yeah immediately she like gets upset and he's like listen bitch you know it's like okay casey yeah right but also casey's stressed out yeah i don't think he has a lot of spoons right now either no you know and i'm just psychoanalyzing this movie from my childhood it's fine that's literally what we do here (laughs) Anyway, they get in an argument. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But, so then we see April drawing in her, writing in her journal mm-hmm. and talking about, you know, it's weird to be back home because it feels like I never left, even though I haven't been here in forever. And she's drawing pictures of the turtles while she's talking about them mm-hmm. and how they're all coping yeah. with different things. And she says, Donnie found a friend. And so we see Donnie and Casey in the garage working on the truck that's in there. Yeah. And insulting each other alphabetically right and, and you creatively you remembered this you thought it was creatively i thought it was mikey because it just seems yeah. like a mikey thing to do right but it's you know what's funny i was thinking while rewatching this is that i feel like canonically donnie is like the tech guy mm-hmm. like leo's the leader but donnie is like the more nerdy yeah. sciencey guy yeah. but in this movie he's just also silly yeah he's just kind of there he doesn't yeah. really have a super established personality mm-hmm. he's just like he just doesn't have his niche, but right. he's, like, sillier than I, like, would attribute to him, usually. Yeah. Especially in this scene. Yes. They're first, like, shipping different characters on Gilligan's Island, which is cute. Yeah. And then, yeah, then they're insulting each other. Uh-huh. Zipnik. Uh-huh. Atomic Mouth. Barfaroni. Camel Breath. Domehead. Elflips. Fungoid. <laughs> they get to, uh... Because they're also talking at the same time. Yeah. So Casey's like, all right, turn it on and see if it works. And he's and Donnie says, all right, here we go. Wait, what letter are we on? And Casey's <laughs> like, we're on G. And he goes, here we go, gack face. <laughs> all right, let's go, hose brain. Yeah. And anyway, yeah, the truck works. Yeah. <laughs> almost runs over Casey. Yep. And then we see Leo. Yeah. Who is asleep in a chair outside of the bathroom where Raph is laying in a bathtub. Because that's how you fix turtles. Probably. Just in a puddle of water. Yeah. I wish so much that I could just, like, lay in a just a bathtub full of, like, I don't know, aloe vera gel until, like, all of my yeah. ailments were fixed. Yeah. I'd be, so, I'd be like, listen, just don't talk to me for the next two days. I'm just gonna lay in some goop. Yeah. Until, like, my joints don't hurt anymore. <laughs> yeah, just like in D&D when you can just take a long rest. Yeah, and, like, and you're fixed. Oh, my HP. Yeah. You know, I just realized something. The longer that you play an RPG, the more your stats go up. Yeah. That's not true in real life. For life, no. <laughs> like, your stats go down as you get it's older. It's true. I mean, you get, like, wisdom and experience and right. you learn more, but you're definitely not, like... My HP is going down. Tougher. <laughs> yeah. My AC is low. I can't, like, <laughs> sleep on the floor anymore. No. <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah, April is drawing a little sketch of Leo falling asleep in a chair, and it's just so endearing. I know. Like, this whole part of them being at the farmhouse is just, like, so touching. Mm -hmm. And I fucking love this movie. Yeah. There is a, a scene that's cut from this part, and... I have a link to a YouTube video kind of talking about all the deleted scenes. Uh-huh. Because we see her talk about what Donnie's doing, what Leo and Raph are doing. Yeah. And what Casey Jones is doing. Oh, yeah. But she doesn't talk about Mikey. Right. Because Mikey is in the, a barn, like, mm-hmm. working out. Yeah. And um, punching a punching bag until he destroys it. Oh. And April and Casey are both worried about him because he's, like... Got a lot of pent-up anger now. Yeah. Because he's worried about Raph. And then there's a scene later where he comes in and makes a joke, and the look on their faces isn't actually about the joke. It's like them being relieved that he's back to joking. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's cute. Yeah, I don't know why they cut it. Maybe because they wanted to just keep him in this, like, role of being the goofy guy. Right. Instead of making him a more complex character, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be really kind of jarring to see, like, Mikey so angry. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, then she talks about Casey Jones, a nine-year-old trapped in a man's body. Yeah, but she's smiling the whole time she says it. She says yeah. he would be cute if he weren't so smug, but uh, he cute. He is cute. There, there's a scene where they're the only two people at the house, mm-hmm. and he offers to help April with something that she's trying to fix in the house, but he calls her toots. Yeah, because she's like, okay, yeah, you know what? She hands him a hammer. Yeah, she's, she's like, you can come help me. And he says, lead the way, toots. Yeah. And she, like, glares at him. And he's like, uh, sweet cakes? And she's, like, gets more mad. And he's like, hang on. No, I got it. Princess. And she takes the hammer back. And she's like, you know what? I'll do it. Yeah. And he's just like, okay. You know, fine. Well, if you, you know, change your mind, I'm right here if you want to find me. And he's, like, sitting on a porch swing, eating an apple. And then the swing falls apart. <laughs> yeah. It's very <laughs> funny. And he just is like, uh. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he oh. doesn't even get mad. He's just like, oh. Going great. <laughs> But anyway, Raph is awake. Yeah. And Leo is so excited. Yeah. And Raph is just like, what do I gotta do to get some food around here? Right. <laughs> and Leo is like grabbing his face and he's like, you're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. And Raph's like, yeah, I get it. You just get a grip, dude. <laughs> I know. But he's like, Leo like starts to apologize. You know, he's just like, I'm really sorry for it. And Raph's like, hey, hey, no. Yeah. But then they hug. So it's yeah. not like, I don't want to hear it. He's just like, you don't have to say it. Like, I already right. know. Yeah, I know. I'm also sorry, but I can't say that I'm sorry because it's me, Raphael. Right. So I'm going to communicate it this way. And they just hug. And then we see from the door that Donnie and April are standing there. And they're like, it's a Kodak moment. And they all laugh and also cry at the same time. And, and it's I'm cute. crying too. And yeah. it's just like kids movie, like whatever. <laughs> Emotions. Ugh. But... They're still unsure of where Splinter is. Yeah. And if he's okay. Yeah. And there's, like, still this, like, sadness hanging over everybody. Yeah. Back at the Foot headquarters, Tatsu and Shredder are talking. Tatsu says, everything is going well. You know, they've got lots of merch or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Our ratings are through the roof. Merch. Uh, But Shredder wants to know where Danny is and why Splinter won't talk. Mm Mm-hmm. And Tatsu's like, why are you so worried about these turtles? You know, we haven't seen them for days. They're probably gone. We scared them off. Yeah. And Shredder's like, something about the way you describe their fighting. Something familiar. Something from the past. (gasps) Honestly, I think Tatsu should be more concerned about the turtles. Because they're giant fighting turtles. 
turtles. Yeah. Like, he is no... It's like he saw a splinter and was like, whoa, giant rat. And then he's like, that's fine. And just processed it and <laughs> didn't didn't give it another thought. Yeah, I feel like my first thought would be like, okay, giant rat, giant turtle. What else is giant around here? Yeah. Are there other creatures <laughs> are there running other giant around? things? Is there a giant porcupine? Ah! Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, he should be what more What other worried. things don't I know? Also, is there a medical wing? On this hideout? <laughs> no, I don't know. So many of them got beat up. Like, yeah. where they they just... Truly. The One first aid died. tent? <laughs> first aid tent. <laughs> it's Sam Rockwell just over there, like, taping everybody together. Oh, just one band-aid. Giving them cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so back on the farm, the turtles are doing their little ninja skill practice while some music plays. Yep. Casey's just, like, in the kitchen chopping up a carrot with the sword. Yeah, like you do. Yeah, you know, normal. Yeah. April comes in the kitchen and her shoulder is obviously bothering her. Uh-huh. So Casey starts rubbing her back. Yeah, he aggressively. grabs her and shoves her down into a chair. Because at first she's like, don't touch me. And he's like, he pushes her down. Yeah, he's like, come on. Like, Ew, uh-huh. It's a little too much. But then he starts rubbing her shoulders and she's like, all right, that actually feels good. Yeah. And then Mikey comes in rubbing his shoulder and April offers him, you know, she's like, I have this ointment. He's like, no, 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 I got it. And he opens a cabinet and pulls out turtle wax and he's yeah. like, <laughs> And that's the part that is after him destroying gotcha. the punching bag okay. where they're like oh he's back to himself now all right now that raf is awake he's feeling better yeah yeah so leo is sitting out in the field meditating and he makes contact with splinter mm-hmm. like telepathically yeah we see splinter like open his eyes and go leonardo yeah like turtleopathically <laughs> <laughs> and the other three are inside playing trivial pursuit mm-hmm <laughs> very poorly yes and leo just barges in and steps on their board and is like he's alive right donnie's like oh yeah i mean of course like we all think that he's alive you yeah know? but leo's like no i know that he is yep so they all sit around a fire yeah it's nighttime they made a little fire sitting in a little circle Raphael is skeptical he's like you dragged me all the way out here this better work and donatello's like hey if it doesn't i brought some marshmallows and leo's like take it serious yeah yeah he has a branch that has like seven marshmallows <laughs> on one branch yeah <laughs> but they gotta concentrate right so they all close their eyes and focus and think about splinter mm-hmm. and the fire turns blue yeah and splinter appears in the fire yes it's very like star wars you know yeah. where the, it's like a hologram of him yeah and he talks to them and you're going to have to read this so that I don't cry. He says, I'm <laughs> proud of you, my sons. Tonight you have learned the final and greatest truth of the ninja. That ultimate mastery comes not of the body, but of the mind. Together, there is nothing your four minds cannot accomplish. Help each other. Draw upon one another and always remember the true force that binds you. The same as that which brought me here tonight. That which I gladly return with my final words. I love you all, my sons. Wow, who is chopping onions? Damn. It's Casey Jones with a big sword. Oh, that explains why. There's <laughs> tears in my fucking eyeballs. I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I was like, I know this is going to be touching, but then watching these turtle boys cry made me very sad. I was like, I can't watch these big old turtle puppets cry. <laughs> I know. They're all tough. Oh, I know. So they're tough boys into quiet. Like, comforting each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. Raph and Leo are like holding hands, you know, yeah. and like, and it's just like, they're brothers. <laughs> and their dad is proud of and them. And their dad is proud of them. And he says his final words. Yeah. I love you, my son. I was just like, I don't remember this movie <laughs> being so full of tears. Right. So, and that's another reason why I love this movie is like, it does show like 
you don't have to be a tough dude all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, the turtles cry a lot in this movie and comfort yeah. each other a lot and yeah. are like taking care of each other. Yeah. And their dad is proud of them, which I feel like we just don't get a lot of like right. father son, you know, like yeah. talking like Until, that. Until like the end, you know, a lot of movies where it's yeah. like, I should have been telling you this whole time, son, that I'm right. proud of you or I've been too hard on you. No, yeah. This is from the jump. Yeah. You know, like he cares Splitter about them. tells them how much he's proud of him all the yeah, time. Yeah. 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 It's really sweet. And I love it. It is. And it's also silly. And it's a perfect movie is all I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> there's a rooster crowing. Uh-huh. And April and Casey are sitting on the porch. The porch swing has been fixed. Yes. And the turtles come up and tell them that they have to go back. Yep. It is time. So they all pile in the old ass truck back to the city. Mm. And Casey's like so cranky that they have to go back into the sewers. He's just standing out. He hasn't been in the sewers yet. The rain. He doesn't know. Oh, that's true. So he's like, oh yeah, cool place you guys got. And they're like, no, it's down here. And he's like, ah, shit. And he's like, eh, no, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, he has his like shirt is open though. He's yeah. like all wet. Yeah, his chest hair. I was just like, all right, Casey Jones. Okay, <laughs> I'm on board. All yeah, right. But yeah, he's complaining. He says, first it's the farm that time forgotten. Now this. Why don't I ever fall in with people who own condos? Like, well, look at you, dude. You're wearing sweatpants. <laughs> Maybe buy some jeans. <laughs> you beat up kids with a hockey stick. What do you want? What do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> I am wearing sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, they all get back to their lair that is still trashed. But yeah. They're discussing, you know, they're like, I want to go get him now. And then Leo's like, no, we need to get a few hours of sleep first. Right. It was a long drive. We've been through a lot of shit. Like, just a yeah. couple hours sleep and then we can take off. And while that's happening, I think Donatello notices that there's like some noise coming from a cabinet. Yeah. And then they all kind of notice it and they're like, what is that? And they go open it and it's Danny. Yep. He's run away from home. They're about to like beat him up. But April's like, hang on. I know him. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. And so April says, I got to call your dad. And Danny's like, please don't. Like, just call him in the morning, okay? Just give me, like, one night where I don't have to deal with him. Yeah. She's like, okay. Casey is still upset. He's like, wait, spend the night, like, here? Like, in the, the in sewers? The sewers? Yeah. <laughs> Donnie's like, you're a claustrophobic. Uh-huh. Casey <laughs> says, uh, that's bullshit. I've never even looked at another guy. Which doesn't make sense. <laughs> even if he thought he was calling him homophobic. For him to be like, no, I've never even looked at a dude. She's <laughs> like, yeah, he that would actually... was. He's just, like, ready to get offended. Prove my point. Yeah. What? <laughs> so April explains. He means, no, you're afraid of enclosed spaces. Yeah. He's like, oh, you think I'm afraid? I don't have to take this. I don't have to stand for this down here in the sewer? Like... In the dark with the roof above? Yeah. I'm going... I'm going to sleep in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> The minute he leaves, everyone starts laughing. Oh, yeah. Then Danny is looking through all of April's drawings and asks her if he can keep one. She's like, yeah, I guess. And he takes the one of Leo and folds it up and puts it in his pocket. Mm -hmm. And Mikey, of course, is hungry. And Danny's like, oh, I've actually been down here for a couple days and I had some pizza. It might still be around. Mm -hmm. And so it's actually right next to Donatello. And he's like, oh, shit. And he opens the box. But (laughs) I just love especially their antics together, Michelangelo and Donatello. Because Donatello, like, looks at it and then, like, Closes it and crosses his legs and, like, looks away. Just like, nope. <laughs> and Mikey's like, wait, no, what happened? And Donatello's like, well, it's here. Uh, if you like your pizza with penicillin on it. And he shows it to him and it's all moldy. And they're like, <sighs> oh! And they act like they've been, like, stabbed. They're just like, oh, no, God. And then they sing taps together. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love it. Yeah, over-the-top antics. Very cute. Exactly. 
So Casey is trying to sleep in the truck. Yeah, it's not going well. The turtles have all fallen asleep. Mm-hmm. But Danny starts to have dreams about Shredder. Yeah. And so he sneaks out. Yes. It is weird that nobody asked him why he was there in the first place. Yeah. That's like the biggest plot hole for me is like, how did he know where that was? Because he wasn't a part of, he's not a foot clan member yet. So he wouldn't have been there when they ransacked the place. No, but he is the one who said, I know that there are turtles. Right. Right. But he wouldn't have known where their lair was. Eh, maybe it just got passed around. Yeah, but, maybe. You know, it's just common knowledge around the foot headquarters at that point. The foot head quarters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I just thought it was weird that nobody was like, okay, so you ran away from home, but why the fuck are you here? Well, where else is he gonna go? Um, he can't go home. Not in a sewer. Can't stay with the foot. Anyway, as he's climbing out of the manhole, Casey, who cannot sleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> sees him and follows him. Yep. Back to the foot palace. <laughs> Casey follows him all the way to headquarters and sneaks in. Mm -hmm. And then Danny goes back to talk to Splinter. Splinter's like, hey, man, I haven't seen you around. Where have you been? He's like, I needed a break, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, have you been hiding from your surrogate family? He's like, oh, maybe. I'm like, how bad do you think Danny smells? Because he's been wearing this particular Sid and Nancy shirt pretty much the whole movie. When we first see him in April O'Neil's apartment, he's wearing a different shirt that just says Sid really big on the back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, he owns one type of shirt, and that is a Sid Vicious shirt. But yeah, this one. All of the shirts that Danny wears in the film have a picture of Sex Pistols bassist Sid Vicious on them. Nice. He wears three different shirts, uh-huh. and they all have Sid Vicious on them. Perf. Well, he's I been wearing this one for a while. Didn't see an explanation of why, but they just do. He just loves Sid Vicious. Yep. The Splinter says, I used to have a family too, Danny. Mm-hmm. Many years ago, I was a pet rat in Japan and where they lived in the void. Yeah, <laughs> because the flashback just starts out with just like blackness. Yeah, well, yeah. And it's just like you see Splinter's cage where he's a rat and it's just black. Yeah. And then he's like, I learned all of my ninjutsu skills from watching and mimicking my master Yoshi. And mm-hmm. then we see Yoshi just doing ninja skills in, in the, the void. blackness. Yeah. Like he doesn't have a lamp or a floor. No. What? No, he's a ninja. <laughs> It just floats in the void. But he says, Master Yoshi was one of the greatest warriors of all time. And he had one rival. Orokusaki. Orokusaki. I love saying that. And I was just watching the movie from this point on going, Orokusaki. 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 Oh, look, it's Orokusaki. So he says that Orokusaki and Yoshi competed in all things, even for the love of a woman. Yes. But she loved Yoshi. And she convinced Yoshi to move to the United States in sort of, instead of fighting Saki. Instead of fighting who? Orokusaki. Yes. So they did. Yep. And he got a job delivering yeah. pizzas. Yeah, he moved here, got a job. But Saki was like, well, if I can't have her, no one can. So yeah. he comes all the way to the U.S., yeah. comes to his apartment, kills mm-hmm. his girlfriend, kills mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And in the, the moment, the heat of the moment, Splinter's cage gets broken. So yeah. he jumps out and attacks him in the face. Yeah takes out he like gouges his face really badly yeah and Orokusaki attacks him with a sword yeah <laughs> cuts off one of his ears and honestly he's lucky as a tiny rat but that's all that happened that, that, yeah yeah it's precision mm-hmm. do you think that his name was always splinter probably like he's just like a tiny rat in japan named splinter like in a cage he's like oh my pet splinter yeah it's a cute rat name it is it's kind of weird that it's an english word maybe it was the japanese word for splinter oh yeah maybe it is cute. I just wonder if that was what his name always was or... Yeah, if he changed it yeah. when he became uh, more aware of himself. Mm-hmm. I wonder what his name would have been. <laughs> I don't 
<laughs> so Danny wants to know, all right, whatever happened to this Orokosaki? <laughs> and Splinter's like, I don't know, but you're wearing his symbol on your head. Oh. Because he has one of the Foot Clan bands around his forehead. Yeah. But then Shredder sees Danny talking to Splinter and confronts him. He's like, uh-huh. what are you doing in here? Where have you been? Uh, nothing and nowhere, respectively. And he says, you're lying to me and you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. So he just reaches into his pocket. Yeah, and- it's like he just knows because he's like, you're lying and hiding something. And he mm-hmm. just kind of like whoosh, reaches his hand out, but then like slowly just like reaches into his back pocket and pulls out this drawing of Leonardo. And he's like, they're back, which is like, I mean, or he just saw him. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean drew a picture of him. It doesn't have a date on it. It might have a date because April <laughs> O'Neil, not only does she sign it yeah. and maybe puts a date, she also puts notes Like, on the bottom, it says, the floor needs more shadows. She's just like, eh, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Yes. But, yeah, then they all leave. Do you think that Shredder kept that drawing of Leonardo and, like, hung it up in his room? Yeah. Tacked it up. Yeah. What do you think his room looks like? Hmm. So spiky. (laughs) Yes. It's all spikes. bed frame is also spiky. Yeah, he just lays on a bed of nails. (laughs) Tuft and needle, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) It's just and needle. I don't need the tuft. No tuft. <laughs> Hold the tuft, please. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Just imagining the menu screen when you order it online. <laughs> you can, like, customize your <laughs> unclick tuft. <laughs> Extra needle. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Woo! Yep. Anyway, Shredder says, there will be no mistake this time. I'll go myself. Also, kill that rat. <laughs> yeah. That one, specifically. The one chained to the wall. The guy in the shirt. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> not, I'm sure there are rats everywhere. He's <laughs> yeah. like, not to confuse you. Right, the big one. The big- <laughs> no, the big, big one. <laughs> Talking one. <laughs> so they, the Foot Clan all starts to mobilize. Everybody's like running around, getting ready to go, attack, whatever. And in the fray... Danny is accosted by a man in a Foot Clan outfit, Mm -hmm. and it turns out that it's Casey. Whoa. Pulls off his mask, and he's like, you recognize me now, kid? He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So Danny's (laughs) like, listen, you have to come with me. They're going to kill Splinter. And Casey hasn't even met Splinter yet, but he knows how important he is. Yeah. And, like, you can see it on his face. You know, he's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I love Casey Jones. I mean, throughout this whole movie, but especially in this moment, because... Yeah, he's just like, well, shit, let's do it. You know, what does Splinter mean to him? Nothing. Yeah, no, but he knows how important Splinter is to his friends. Exactly. Yeah. So the foot are all taken off, piling into the sewers. They break into the turtle lair, but it's empty. Mm-hmm. There's nobody home. Yeah, and then some smoke fills the air, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of whooshing noises. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of like... <laughs> yeah, it sounds like exactly like that. Earlier when I did it, uh-huh. like, really well. It's like that again. <laughs> And the turtles have disarmed and knocked out all of the gang members. Uh-huh. And Raph even had time to eat an apple. Yeah. And he's like crunching on it. And he's like, boy, I sure hope there were more of them. <laughs> Crunchings and munchings. And then he gets his wish granted immediately because there are more of them. Yeah. And the turtles are stoked. Yeah. He's like, oh, hell yeah. And they're yeah. all like, all right, let's do it. So Casey and Danny are helping Splinter down mm-hmm. when Tatsu and some kids catch them. There is a second here, like, to just further my love for Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. He walks into the room, he sees Splinter, and you see on his face go, oh, damn, that's a big rat. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, well, <laughs> like, he's just, he takes a couple seconds to process it. Yep. And then he's like, and he looks at Danny, and he's like, where are the keys? 
and that's it. Like that, you know, he doesn't say anything. Yeah, like, he's I not just, like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I just love him. Yep. You know, he's like, hmm. yeah. And back at the turtle lair, April is helping the turtles from the rafters. She's like got a big stick, and she's just like hitting them on the head <laughs> from up above. <laughs> it's very funny. And then. Over there, Tatsu growls at Casey because that's all he knows how to say. Mm-hmm. And Casey makes fun of his breath. Yeah. <laughs> right before just Tatsu like, just knocks him on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> and before he even gets up, he says, that's going to cost you Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. But then Tatsu just beats the shit out of him because Casey can't shut his mouth for long enough to even fight. Yeah. He just, it's like, he keeps threatening him. But Tatsu's like, I'm just going to keep punching you. You yeah. can keep like doing whatever it is that you're doing at one point casey's like i see that there's a bit of a language barrier here between (laughs) us and tatsu hits him again (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but he gets knocked down but he gets up again Mm -hmm. and then he gets knocked down and he gets up again they're never gonna keep him down because one time when he falls he sees a box full of golf clubs yeah and he's like oh that's my thing yeah is the swing and the stick just some sort of sport implement yeah he's fueled by the power of sport Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> if you get this man in a dick sporting goods, oh, it's shit. over for you. Yeah. Too powerful. Yeah. So he knocks out Tatsu. With yeah, he the just golf stands club. up and just whap. Yeah. And then he says, I'll never call golf a dull game again. Yep. Which is like, hey, Casey, shut up for like a second. <laughs> just fight, my dude. There's so many foot dudes around yeah. you. Yeah. And now the turtles are skateboarding through the sewers and kicking ass. Mm-hmm. And then back at headquarters, Sam Rockwell, who his character's name is just head thug yeah he doesn't have a name no so that's why i keep calling him sam rockwell yeah but he's like because the dudes that are left behind are not actually in the foot clan yet no they're still all wearing their like torn t-shirts yeah whatever yeah and and so sam rockwell's like let's get him yeah but But nobody wants to no they're just standing there yeah and splinter's like casey and uh danny are holding splinter up at this point yeah yeah and splinter's like you know where do your loyalties lie? Like, look at nobody wants to fight because you're just being used. Yeah. You know, like, he doesn't care about you. And Sam's like, no, we're a family. Mm-hmm. And Casey's like, this? You call this a family? He's he, like, like no. looks at Tatsu on the ground. He's yeah. like, no, that's your family. And so they go to help, you know, Casey and Danny go to help Splinter out, like, carry him out. Mm-hmm. And just nobody stops them. They no. all just kind of, like, move out of the way yeah, and let, let him, him pass. pass. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm yeah. fine. I'll never shut up. Yeah, and back in the sewers, the foot are retreating. They're running away. They're climbing out of the sewers as fast as they can. Yeah. Mikey is making a bunch of shell puns. Yes, and Donnie is passing judgment on all of his shell puns. Until Mikey gets to, it was a shell of a good hit. Yeah, and Donnie's like, yeah, nice. I like that one. Yeah. And then is it Mikey? Yeah. Who somebody tries to swipe at him and uh-huh. he like, puts his head in his shell yeah and he just says man i love being a turtle i know i love it <laughs> yeah and so now they're all fighting on a rooftop mm-hmm. and yeah it's very cute because they're working as a team yeah doing you lots know, of teamwork and tricks and flipping over each other and exactly. helping each other out exactly but they've knocked everybody out yep. and they're like is that it that's all you got yep until shredder appears yeah. like drops down onto the roof <laughs> for some reason it's like an important scene because it gets kind of quiet yeah everybody else is knocked out they're standing there and then shredder just appears yeah ominously yeah and donnie just goes yep yep i know <laughs> like why what <laughs> what was that what does that mean it would 
almost make more sense if like Mikey did it because he's got like can't take anything serious disease. Yeah. But it's Donatello who's but just it, like and it's not even a laugh, it's just like a weird noise. Yeah, it just goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. What? But Leonardo says, Does anybody know who or what that is? I don't know, but I n- bet it never has to look for a can opener. Oh, got him. Shredder doesn't laugh. No. This man has no sense of humor. He does not. And he says, you've made enough trouble for me. Mm-hmm. So they start trying to fight him. Yeah, but one at a time. Yeah. They just, they're like, okay, my turn. You know, yeah. let me get a crack at it. And then Donnie and Mikey, like, play rock, paper, scissors for it, basically. And yeah. I'm just like, as, bro, boys. Bro. Yeah. We're as a together. team, yeah. there are four of you and one of him. They're all getting their asses handed to them, yeah. and one of them says, maybe somebody ought to tell him that we're the good guys. Yeah. And then they get a second to, like, regroup, and they're all still on the roof together. Like, Shredder is just casually standing on a different part of the roof while yeah. they're all, like, talking, and then they're like, all right, let's try again. Because I think one of them is kind of just like, we could just go. We could just leave. Yeah. You know, I don't know what's going on here, but, like, we're getting our butts kicked. Right. But Leo says, I know one thing, and it's that this guy knows where Splinter is. Right. So they all attack him again. Yes. So Casey and Danny and a bunch of the foot kids. Yeah, they all just followed them out. Yeah, are headed towards the same rooftop. Yeah. And they're all walking together and they, you know, they can hear the fighting. Yeah. And they're approaching it. And then Casey looks over and Splinter is just gone. Mm-hmm. Which is surprising. Yeah, he was weird. holding him up. Yeah, he was just right there. He goes to talk to him and he's like, uh, where'd he go? And... All of these shots of this scene, too, mm-hmm. are really cool, because you can tell it's, like, the middle of the night, there's nobody around. Right. There's just streetlights, everything's wet yeah. and gross, so and it's just, puddles. like, dark, gross, n- 90s New York City. It's yeah. just, like, my favorite yeah. aesthetic in a I, movie. I was thinking about that, because part of the scene where they're fighting on the rooftop, and Donatello is rolling around, and he just rolls through so many puddles, and I'm like, <laughs> I wonder if he got, like, wet in there you know or oh, just like, yeah. oh, it's leaking in my suit oh probably you know what's it made out of yeah it's just in there wearing a trash bag yeah <laughs> i hope so <laughs> but so shredder is still kicking their asses up on the roof yeah and Raphael asks him where splinter is he's like where's splinter right because you know that's how we do yeah and shredder's like oh you guys are with him oh that rat the rat has Howie. a name has a name huh he had a name <laughs> and they're all like nope don't believe you you dick. Leo charges at him mm-hmm. because he gets so upset by him suggesting that Splinter is dead. Yes. And he gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Shredder has some pointy object mm-hmm. threatening him. And yeah. he's like, I'm going to kill him if the rest of you don't throw down your weapons. Yep. So they throw all their weapons down and Shredder says, fools, mm-hmm. now your fate will be his. Yeah. Because he's like, you probably, the three of you, if you had just let him die... Yeah. The three of you could have overtaken me easily. Yeah. But they're like, <laughs> no, dude. Leo are you... die? Yeah. What? Did he get a new blue turtle? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but just as he's about to kill Leo, mm-hmm. Splinter appears. Yep. He's like, hey, remember me? He says, Orokusaki. Yeah. I know who you are. Uh-huh. And Shredder takes off his mask and shows all of the deep gashes that he got from Splinter attacking him. Yeah. Yeah, but he says, now I will finish what I began with your ear. Yep. And, and his battle is uh, very short. Yeah, quite quite brief. Because yeah. he charges at Splinter, but he Splinter just kind of sidesteps him and he misses and he goes flying off the roof. And he's hanging off the building because Mikey had like tossed his nunchuck, but it got hung up on like a ladder. Yeah. So he's hanging off the building like from that. 
and Splinter is talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he says, death comes for us all, Orokusaki. But for you, something much worse comes. For you, die. And then he just falls. Well, because... He, like, slides, the sword slides out and he just falls. Shredder pulls a knife out of his, like, suit. Oh, yeah. And throws it at Splinter and Splinter catches it. But because of that, he, like, lets go of one hand and Shredder falls, presumably, to his death. Yeah. And Splinter's like, without honor. He's like, let me finish my sentence, dude. Damn. Right, I know. I thought it was... <laughs> I had more to say. Yeah, kind of funny that he fell in the middle of him giving this, like, death speech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he falls into the back of a garbage truck uh-huh. in case he goes, whoops, and just hits the squish button. Yeah, like, we see his helmet get crushed yeah. in the door of the garbage. It's the squish button. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the squish button. You know. <laughs> I mean, that is what it is. <laughs> the squish button is just so funny. <laughs> Yep. So the cops finally show up. Yep. They, I don't know what they were doing. Uh, this fight was really long. Yeah, and it's not like there's traffic. No. We don't see anybody on the streets. But anyway, yeah, Charles the cops, also shows up. Yeah, the cops show up. Charles shows up. Danny runs towards him, mm-hmm. but stops to give April the money back that he stole from her. Yeah, because he's a good kid. Yeah, April's like, what's this? And he's like, trust me, I owe you. Yeah. And then Charles and Danny hug, and it's a sweet moment. There's so much, like, daddy issue in this movie, but it also, a lot of it gets resolved, which is really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Danny? But they Danny, do talk. Are you I mean, okay? Yeah. <laughs> His dad, like, yells at him a little bit, but it very quickly becomes apparent that he's yelling because he was so worried, you mm-hmm. know? He's just like, where have you been? I was so worried about you, you know? And yeah. he's just like, kind of, he's yeah. like, dad, I'm okay? sorry. Yeah. I'm okay. Also, it's Dan. It's just yeah. Dan. And he's like, Dan? All right. <laughs> that's cute that's cute yeah they hug and you know they have a lot to work out but hopefully they will learn to talk to each other from here on out yes and then charles runs over to april and is like listen you got to cover this story yeah and april's like you know may so-and-so over at so-and-so place mm-hmm. she is corner office yeah and june blah 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 over at this station she has the highest pay of any field reporter yeah and he's so, like now you do you've got that corner office yeah. you're the highest field reporter you know and whatever yeah and so she's like all right i'll do it <laughs> so she's like getting ready to be on camera mm-hmm. the police chief is talking to sam rockwell and the other gang uh asking for answers yeah and sam is just like go look over in the east warehouse on lairdman island <laughs> <laughs> yes and then sam rockwell goes on to start a home for wayward boys and they all become a family and he takes care of them Aww. and makes sure that they're <laughs> healthy they all move to santa clara santa clara lost boys mm-hmm. they all move to santa clara and become vampires yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then casey finds april as she's like trying to fix her face a little bit in mm-hmm. a side view mirror mm-hmm. and she's like hi yeah and he's like hi hi yeah. He says, I look like I just called Mike Tyson a sissy, and all you have to say to me is hi. Yeah. And she's like, I don't have time for this, dude. What is what the fuck is it that you want? She says, Would you just shut up and kiss me? I have a report to do. Yeah. And he says, I love it when you're pushy. And then, and then they kiss. They kiss. <laughs> and then we see the turtles celebrating on the rooftop and trying to come up with the best words to describe their fighting. They're yes. like, We were awesome. Radical. Gnarly. Bodacious. Totally tubular. Wicked. And then Splinter chimes in and says, I have always liked. And they all like, look at him. And he says, cowabunga. <laughs> they're like, cowabunga. And they all high five. Yay. And then you hear Splinter go, ha ha ha, I made a funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love him so much. I know. <laughs> They're all together again. And then the turtle theme song plays. T-U-R-T-L-E power. And it's bad. But it's okay. <laughs> it's fun, though. It's fun. It's fine. Yeah. It's good. It's fine. It's fun. Yep. The end. Woohoo! Yee! Yay! We did it. We did it. What a good movie. So good. Is it a replay? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Capital R. Yeah. Capital R-E-P-L-A-Y. <laughs> replay. Replay. So good. Yes. Did it make you cry? Yes. I know me too. And it I've got seen me it so many times. Twice. It got me like, so there were two times where like tears actually fell from my eyes. And the first time is when they're sitting around the fire and Splinter's like, I love you, my yeah. sons. And then the second time is when like Charles and Danny are reunited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got me a couple times too. Yeah. <sighs> So it was released on March 30th, 1990. Nice. It had a budget of $13.5 million and it made $202 million. Holy shit. In 1990. Hell yeah. I mean, as it should. It got a, it has a 41% of Rotten Tomatoes. Wrong. Everyone is fired. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. It, it was received well by audiences, but not critically. It was number one at the box office when it was released. Mm-hmm. And it had the biggest opening weekend an independent film had ever had up to that time. That's crazy. Yeah, so they started production on it and stuff, and none of the studios would really take a chance on it until New Line Cinema signed on. Yeah. And they were still, like, a small independent company, and they're, like, more well-known now. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that, you know, being from a studio that it's like, who? Right, yeah. But it really is. Yeah, it, at the time. I mean, For I sure. feel like we've all heard of New Line Cinema now, but... Now, but it, it's... This is not one of those movies where you're like, yeah, it's a Disney movie. Or it's a, like... Right. You know, somebody's like, who... If you asked even, like, a fan, you know, like, who made the Turtles movie? Be like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I could have found it in my brain, I think. Yeah. Because on my dvd of the second one Mm -hmm. it's also new line cinema and for some reason the title screen for new line cinema plays twice oh yeah (laughs) they like really need you to know i I just feel like it's like a glitch on that dvd but i've seen it so many times that i'm just like new line cinema yeah i get it yeah i heard (laughs) heard you the first time yeah but it was like i said at the beginning the ninth highest grossing film of 1990 worldwide it was also nominated for awards by the academy of science fiction fantasy and horror wow yeah Roger Ebert mm. only gave it a 2.5. Mm. Not the worst. Not the best. No. He concluded that the film is nowhere near as bad as it might have been and probably is the best possible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. It supplies, in other words, more or less what Turtle fans will expect. Okay. Cool. Uh, Janet Maslin of the New York Times criticized the cinematography, stating that it was so poorly photographed that the red masked turtle looks almost exactly like the orange masked one. There are some scenes where I'm like, who is that? But you can tell by what they're doing. Yeah. Same thing with... Leo and Donnie, too, where the yeah. blue and the purple are kind of It's just like close. a darker movie. Yeah. It's not very bright all the time. Yeah. Lloyd Bradley of Empire Magazine gave the film a four out of five stars, stating a well-rounded, unpretentious, very funny knockabout adventure, subtly blended so that it's fun for the whole family. Yeah. Which is true. Yep. I mean, it, it deserves five stars, but that's fine. <laughs> Kim Newman wrote in the monthly film bulletin that the turtles drop the occasional teenage buzzword but are never remotely convincing as... Teenagers, mutants, ninjas, or turtles, leaving them stranded on the screen as big green Muppets with different colored headbands. How dare you? Yeah. Kimberly. Right? What do you know about any of those things? Anything. You know what? I don't think adults should have been allowed (laughs) to watch this movie. To talk about this movie in a critical fashion. Because they don't know. Yeah. They're very clearly, I mean, teenagers. They're absolutely teenagers. (sighs) 
Have you met a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the production mostly took place in North Carolina, where they recreated a lot of rooftops and sewers. By They, like, went and visited New York City, took pictures of things that, you know, they wanted to recreate. Mm-hmm. And after the sketches were created, the construction team used the back lot to create a lot of the sets, but they had problems with the manholes and, like, the sewer sets because they wanted it to look realistic, but they yeah. kept flooding because they were actually underground. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to, like, pour a bunch of concrete into all these underground rooms to keep the water out. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare, especially working with puppets. Yeah, absolutely. All your shit to get wet. Yeah, and, yeah, with, like motors in the heads like you know these are complicated yeah Yeah, we can't be getting soggy outfits Mm -mm. in here so like we have referenced many times the turtles were created by jim henson's creature shop in london Mm -hmm. henson said that the creatures were the most advanced that he had ever worked with and they were the first made out of fiberglass and then remodeled out of clay remolded out of clay they were produced as molds to cast the whole body in foam rubber latex and it took 18 weeks wow to make them yeah yeah which I mean, even now, I know that they're puppets. And if you watch their mouths, you know, it's not great. Right. But there are some complicated movements happening. Then there are also giant turtles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, they don't really look like turtles because they have human arms and legs. Right. You know, like their anatomy is not turtley. No. So I feel like it's believable that they wouldn't be 100% human movement-y. I don't know. Like, for a child's brain, I was like, this is so real. Yeah. You know, like, that's why I thought the turtles lived in the sewers when I was a kid. Had you, I mean, they look real as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it still holds up really well. Yes. Um. So like I said a second ago, like, Walt Disney Pictures, Columbia Pictures, MGM, Orion Pictures, Paramount, and Warner Brothers all turned down the film because they were worried that... It could be a box office disappointment, even though the cartoon and all the toys were really popular already. Mm -hmm. And they didn't find a distribution company until halfway through production. Wow. Yeah. And New Line Cinema at the time had only been known for distributing low-budget B-movies and art house, like, kind of stuff. Yeah. They're like, fuck it. We got $13 million. Do you ever wonder if the people who are trying to pitch this movie to, like, Disney or whatever, just do that thing? You know that scene in uh, Pretty Woman where she goes into the shop? She, like, tries to buy clothing mm. in the store, and the girl's like, we don't want you in here. Yeah. And then she goes in later with all of her bags, and she's like, do you work on commission? Big mistake. And then she leaves. <laughs> you ever wonder if they call, and they're like, hey, you see that? $202 million. Yeah. My, I gotta go call Paramount. Right. You know, it's just like calling everybody like, you goofed. <laughs> yeah. You could have had this, but you didn't. I feel like they really, I think they know now, like, movie companies know now. But if a toy is popular, yeah, like a kid will watch a movie, yeah, based on the toy, absolutely. Like that's a huge thing. Yeah. Also, they had a partnership. I didn't write this down, um, but they had an exclusive partnership with Pizza Hut for like a bunch of deals with okay all of their merchandise and stuff. Even though Domino's had the, is the one in the movie, yeah, that which is I funny. thought was funny. Mm-hmm. So Judith Hogue, who played April O'Neil, mm-hmm. was not asked to come back nope. <laughs> because she complained so much. About what? About how they worked six days a week. Okay. And the amount of violence in the movie. <laughs> which, again, it's not violent. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't either. There is nary a gun in this movie. No. I, yeah, I don't get it. I mean, there's a lot of punching, but like we've said, it's very silly punching. Yeah, like... it's goofy. Yeah, it's the sounds are very silly. It's everybody is fine at the end of the movie except yeah. for Shredder. Well, well, he's fine. He's fine. I mean, he does get crushed 
Well, you know, the squish button will get you sometimes. But <laughs> the squish button will bring you down. <laughs> but he's fine. Yeah. I yeah, I just don't understand. It I don't I always get so frustrated when people get upset about something like this and there is source material to reference. To like help you like uh did you see Kick Ass Two? I didn't see the second one. It's not good. I really liked the first one. I did too. Yeah. Kick Ass Two is okay. Jim Carrey is in it. Oh. And he's my favorite character in the whole thing, and I would mm. watch an entire movie about him because he, like, his, he's a vigilante superhero like the rest of them. His name's Captain Stars and Stripes. Oh. Um, he's, like, a very, like, military dude. He yeah. has a German Shepherd with him named Eisenhower. Oh. Um, and he, like, has a big bat, and he just, like, beats the shit out of people with his giant bat. Yeah. And it's, like, very violent, you yeah. know, like, the way that the kick-ass movies are, but he also won't let anybody swear. Um, That's funny. And it's just really cute. Yeah. But he agreed to do the movie and then he filmed it and then later he was like i wish i hadn't done it because it's so violent and i'm like dude it's kick-ass too yeah watch the first first one one there are comic books yeah if you don't want to read them like you just spend two hours and watch the movie and just see what you're getting yourself into before you go see it that's out there the source material is out there so just do your homework real quick so i don't you know the first movie is really violent yeah i mean they set nicholas cage on fire yeah they blow up a dude in like an industrial microwave like me cry yeah Fair. Yeah, but I just you know as much as I love Jim Carrey, it's like I don't think you can talk shit about this thing. I didn't realize how violent it was going to be. One, read the script yeah. when you sign on, but also before you even agree to sign on, there was a prequel. There was a, a number one that you yeah could yeah watch. yeah. And I mean, same thing with this. Like it's so violent. Like well, one, it's a movie about ninjas. Yep. What do you think they're gonna do? Just sit around and like eat play pizza. checkers? Yeah, eat pizza. <laughs> and two, there are comic books that exist that you could watch. Yeah. Or read. There's a cartoon. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess if you're going off the cartoon, there's not as much. It doesn't look as real because it's a cartoon, but I feel like if you just drew this movie yeah. in a cartoon form, yeah, it would You'd look be like, like oh, it's so silly. the show. Yeah. <laughs> what are you complaining about? I don't know. It's silly. Anyway. This will make you sad. Corey Feldman said he was offered only $1,500 <gasps> oh, no. to do voice work for this film, and he accepted... Because the producers told him that this was a small, low-budget, independent film. Yeah. And their biggest hope was that it would have moderate success on VHS if they were lucky. Yeah. Which, I don't think that they were lying, though. No. I mean, the budget was $13 million and they spent most of it on the puppets. Yeah. Well, this is why you should always work for a percentage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not, like... A number. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So much of the sales. Yeah, $1,500, and they made over $200 million. That's yeah. so sad. I, I wonder know. if that's why he didn't come back for the second one. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he was salty. Yeah. I don't think that, you know, they they were distributed by an independent company. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I mean, they had to go through so many production companies who turned them down and they were like, we're just, look, we're just trying to make this movie. Like, maybe it'll do well, but probably not. We yeah. just, you know, yeah. just the merchandise and stuff. So they, yeah, they probably weren't lying, but they could have also retroactively been like, hey, we did way better than right. we thought we were going to do. So yeah. here's some more money. Nope. But there's like, no, you signed this, so here's your fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Poor Corey Feldman. And my last little bit of trivia is that Jennifer Beals, Marissa Tomei, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, Melanie Griffith, Winona Ryder, and Brooke Shields were all considered for the role of April O'Neil. Huh. I yeah. bet you Winona Ryder would have complained less. Oh, yeah, definitely. She would have been so cute. I don't yeah. know if she would have been the right fit. Yeah. But she would have been cute, because I just like her. And she would have gone along with the yellow jumpsuit and having actually red hair. 100%. Because Judith Hogue 
Mm-hmm. Didn't even want to have the bright red hair either. So her hair is like brownish. Why did she red. agree to do this movie? It's not like it. they promised her a lot of money. Yeah, she. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't get paid very much either. She didn't like the concept. She didn't like the character design. What were you doing, Judith? Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's it. That's all. Gosh. Ooh. Oh, man. First week of my birthday. I love it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday Again. to me. Thanks. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm glad that you had a birthday. Yeah. And that you were born. Oh, thanks. So that we could, I mean, just in general, full stop, but also oh, yeah, so yeah. that we could cover this movie because I love it. Yes, me too. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I meant to wear my Ninja Turtle sweater today. Oh, I yeah. Forgot. I was just like, I'm cold. <laughs> Whatever's closest and warmest. Yes. Yeah. That's all, y'all. So thanks for listening. Thank you so much. And I hope you love the turtles. Tell me your favorite turtle related memory. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you ever played, um, email us at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com or you can message us on Instagram, replayrewindpodcast. You can tweet at us at replayrewindpod or we have a Tumblr at replayrewindpodcast.tumblr.com. Yeah. Message us. Let me know what your favorite Turtles memory is. Uh-huh. Tell me if you ever played any of the games because all of the games, from what I remember, were really hard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The arcade games were fun, uh-huh. but I could never get very far. And then the ones that I had on NES, I was just like, what the fuck? Why is this so hard? <laughs> what is happening? I feel like a lot of <laughs> games when we were kids, like... Were just so hard. Those, yeah, Super Nintendo games are just The one hard. that I played the most... You had four lives, and the four lives were the four turtles. So, yeah. like, you played as one, and then if you got knocked out, like, the next turtle came in. Yeah. And it's like they didn't learn that you need teamwork. No. <laughs> you gotta have all of them, or at least two of them. Yeah. Tell us if you love Ninja Turtles ice cream, if you had Ninja Turtles toys. Tell us about your pajamas. Tell us. Yeah. Show us pictures of all your Ninja Turtles gear. If you don't like the Ninja Turtles, don't talk to us. <laughs> Like, just keep it to yourself. I like, doubt I you would have made it this far in the episode if you didn't. That's fair. But that is fair. That would be weird. That would be weird. I'm just, I don't get it. I don't understand. Me neither. Anyway, uh, you can also listen to our other episodes on all the major podcast platforms. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Google. Mm-hmm. Wherever you're listening to this one. Yeah. Go check it out. And if you want more content, you can go over to patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. Get you some bonus episodes. Yeah, it's my birthday month, so this month we're doing Robin Hood Men in Tights, so you don't want to miss that, so hop on over to Patreon. You'll get immediate access to all of the previous bonus episodes that we have recorded, and there are a lot, and they're all funny. It's true, yeah. If you want to get me, Bucket Snake, something for my birthday, (gasps) go ahead and sign up for Patreon. That made me really happy. Yeah, that's a win-win. Absolutely. You get stuff, I get stuff. Yep. All the money that you pay for it just goes to make the podcast better. Exactly. And we put out a bonus episode every Tuesday, so it's worth. Definitely worth. They're fun. So go check that out. Uh, In the meantime, stay fresh. Cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and be radical. Yeah! There were a couple times where I was like, oh, this is sad. But the times where I actually wear tear ball- <laughs> tears fell from my eyeballs. <laughs> tear balls fell from your... Fell from my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Me, my dear, are you okay? Are those tear balls? <laughs> no! Shut up! 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 